7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey everybody, welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition broadcasting live on the first day of World War III, essentially. Well, I guess that wouldn't be true. Uh, this is uh, the, uh, the the continuation of Trump's uh, declaration of World War III. And uh, we're broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide, Radio for Humans. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, um, we're, so, we're so spirited this evening. Um, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. Hi. Happy fucking Tuesday. Can I give you all a flower to put into a gun? The barrel of a gun? Sure. Barrel of a gun. Yeah. And oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, maybe a wreath to put around a nuke. Uh, or an Iranian uh, hypersonic missile that undoubtedly, you know, now that we're going here, uh, will, uh, you know, Iran will uh, get a little help from Russia, probably. Uh, and, of course... Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Yeah, start picking the daisy before the mushroom cloud. Yeah. Thank you for understanding my reference, Joe. Yeah, so in case anybody hasn't heard, and I know a lot of you already have, uh, Iran has retaliated on... uh, What is it? Military and U.S. personnel housing in Iraq. They've taken credit for it. Uh, yeah. yep. Rain, you ballistic, shared a link. Ballistic missiles. Yeah, ballistic missiles. Rain shared a link uh, saying at least 20 people are dead, 20 Americans. Troops. Troops. Well, yeah, Americans. It's from, it's from a fellow on Mark Hughes uh, on Twitter named Mark Hughes. So I, I don't know him, but he's, mm-hmm. got, he's got the blue check. And uh, he said reports say Iran is firing dozens, and this was as of 6.20 p.m., um, is firing dozens of missiles into Iraq, hitting U.S. forces at the Al-Assad Air Base. Early reports say 20 U.S. troops have died amid 60-plus missile strikes so far. So, um, yeah. And that's unsubstantiated, so... Yeah, and he says, I'm if, not, if, I'm, I'm not yeah, a reporter. Yeah, he says, if true, then we're at the precipice of another horrible war in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and beyond, uh, I think, because, um, uh, you know, God knows what's going to happen uh, at this point, because, again, this assassination that Trump uh, decided to green light uh, of um, Soleimani. 
this is uh, this is bad. This is bad. We knew it was bad when we heard about it last week. We know it's bad now. Uh, and uh, there's no there's no logical way for this to go. Uh, you know, except for to get much much worse. I mean, you know, the, the, there aren't any cool heads in Iran right now. You know, they're, they're, they've got strategies all the live long day on attacking uh, in, in multiple ways around the globe. Yeah. And, yeah, again, and- they're, buddies, they're buddies with Russia. And pff, tell me, tell me that Russia is not just frothing at the mouth to try and sell some weapons to some more weapons to Iran. Their economy sucks so bad over there. A war is exactly what Putin wants. And thank you. And he, I'm sure he would say thank you to Trump for giving it to him. And of course, all the contractors over here are, are probably just wringing their hands with joy and to have dollar signs in their eyes because what's the, what's the place our, our new secretary of war Mark Esper came from. Uh, he's doing his old bosses oh. proud, right? Yeah, wasn't he a, um, a, a? Did he work for, or was he a lobbyist for? Um, oh, either way, he's working for him. Uh, for uh, yeah, it was. Um, oh, I'm looking. An at arms him. contractor. He was a contractor. Yeah. yeah so he, he I, was. Am I wrong with that? Well, it says here, uh, what was it? Um, Raytheon. Raytheon. He was he was a vice president of government vice president of government relations at Raytheon. Yeah, Raytheon. He worked for he worked for an arms contractor. Right, an arms contractor. Yeah, during his time at Raytheon, during his time at Raytheon, he Esper was recognized as a top corporate lobbyist by the Hill in 2015 and 2016. So Esper. Esper, our new Secretary of War, again, a title that hasn't been around since, what, 1947? Um, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you know, there's pro- somebody's putting the wheels in motion to change Secretary of Defense to Secretary of War. So, uh, hang on one second. Uh, Tennessee's being an asshole. What are you doing? Oh, Tennessee. Meow, meow. Meow, meow. Oh. My closet Jeez. door was open, and Tennessee was scaling my clothes that were hanging up. Like, Did you just put Tennessee into a black box? Um, I kicked him out of my a closet. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, no black it's box for him. Be a joke. So, our last joke. Secretary of we War need War. some jokes tonight. I mean, seriously, he was, climbing, he was climbing. He was climbing. He was climbing my the the um my suit is in there. And it and it's in a garment bag, and he was scaling the fucking garment bag, like Spider Man. <laughs> All right, good job, wow. asshole. So he's like he's like Mister Excitement whenever you whenever I come home, he like can't yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. So, Mister Bonkers. So anyway, yeah. So so Mark Esper, uh, yeah, uh, you know our Secretary of War. Uh, he, he's gonna, you know, he's bringing in the paychecks for for Raytheon. You know, and Trump cultists. I sure hope you can afford a doctor that'll give your kid bones bone spurs if there's a draft. 
did um i i don't know if we got the because things were crazy this afternoon i don't know if you got the the audio from mark esper when he talked to chris christian on the floor i got some yeah yeah Let, okay let's, let's right. play that um yeah here, here you go the administration has talked about an imminent threat and that is what led to this strike as you know many well plugged in uh Officials, people who apparently have had access to the intelligence briefings even after the strike, have reported to our colleagues that the evidence may be razor thin and that chatter was nothing out of the ordinary for what you already know about Soleimani and his and his plans and activities. So I guess, can you look the American people and the world down the barrel of this camera straight in the eye and say that there was a ticking time bomb evidence? Well, thank you, uh, Christiane. First of all, let me send a, a few messages to the American people in the broader world. First of all, to the American people, I, I want to assure them that they have the best military in the world. And the young men and women who wear our uniform of any service are extremely capable and professional and prepared to defend yeah, our homeland, that, our people, yeah, and our interests you, in the region and more broadly. Secondly, uh, I'd like to say to our service members and our diplomats in the region that we have your back. Uh, we thoroughly no, you support don't. what you're doing. We're proud of you and that we are taking every necessary no, step to ensure no, force didn't. protection, as I know you're re yeah. you ready yourself you for what may be ahead. Thirdly, no. to our partners and allies and directly to the Iranian regime, I'd like to say we are not looking to start a war with Iran, but we are prepared oh, to finish shit. one. We're not prepared to start a war, which they just did, but which we're prepared to finish one. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, uh, okay, I... I'm going to assume that you didn't get the part where she talked about the fact that Trump said that he has 52 sites, some of which I didn't include... get any more than what I just played. Okay, it, he he mentioned I think over the weekend someplace. It's it, it. I can't keep track of all my sources because things are happening so fast. But he said I've got 52 sites. Some of them are cultural, where we may attack because of the 52. Um, hostages back in fucking 1977. You, Joe. Yes. Am I am I misspeaking on this? Yeah, and 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 no, and 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 uh, just just the other day there was a one of the one of the uh, one of the, one of the hostages was on one of the cable news networks, and he says, "I have a message for you, Mr. Trump." during the interview he said i have a message for you i was one of those 52 people who were held hostage in iran and he said please don't do anything to cultural targets on my behalf yeah or in my name i don't need it i mean that is literally <laughs> breaking international law it's a war crime the fact that Trump actually said that he was thinking about doing this means, in my opinion, he committed a war crime. Now, oh, well, I'm a I little mean, bit more extreme than other people, but saying I want to go after cultural... We already know he's okay with, it, with concentration camps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, in a non-war setting... So what's he capable of in a in a war setting? I mean, 
you know, I, I mean, I, I sure hope the Trump cult is fucking happy today. I well, sure I'll hope that they're, they're, they're I, I, I hope that they're they're cracking open a bottle of champagne and celebrating their fucking stupid piece of shit victory of electing a reality star game show host, racist, birther, sexist, egomaniacal, narcissistic prick into the fucking most hallowed halls we have in in, in this nation. They're not going to open up a bottle of champagne. They're going to open up a bottle of champagne. Or Mountain Dew. Um, and throw <laughs> and throw some uh, just, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I'm so upset. I'm, I'm well, let upset. Joe, I'm Joe was, yeah. I'm scared. Joe, go ahead and jump in. You were you were about ready to say something. Oh, I, uh, I'm I'm speechless. I, I haven't seen anything like this um, in my lifetime. I, yeah. I mean, I I grew up with Vietnam, so it was part of my life as a child. Really. Mm-hmm. Um. There was no attack. There was no. I mean, this is like the start of a world war. I mean, this. I, I, I've never seen anything like this before. Even, even the invasion of Kuwait wasn't like this. Yeah. You know, we had some, some rationale for going in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have any allies backing us up right now. <clears throat> and we had allies back then, but we had oh, yeah. some. I mean, I know it was all about oil even back then, even about, even about Kuwait. I know, yeah. I know that everything in the Middle East is about oil, but, but. Do you think this time we it is? A, we had a rationale. No, no. God, no. Thank this, you for saying a, that, this, Joe, because no. I don't think this time it's about oil. No, he'll make it about oil. He'll say, "I'm going to keep the oil." He'll he'll commit yeah. more war, war crimes, and he'll take over st- nation states, and and he'll he'll become uh, he'll become uh, uh, Alexander the Great or something. You know, that's what that's how he looks at himself, but. This is going to be ugly, and this is going to have no end to escalation. I, I've never seen anything like this before. Well, in my 70 years on this planet, I have never seen anything like this before. No. And, I, and you know... It takes... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, I was just going to say, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I'm going to get to that. I want to get to the Nikki Haley stuff there in a minute. Um, but uh, uh, there are a lot of people out there saying... Oh well, you know we you know took out Saddam Hussein and you know wasn't you know World War Three and we did well. Okay, here's the thing: Saddam Hussein well, in Iraq. Okay, yeah, it, it pretty damn close, but the casualty level was not you know on the scale of a world war, right? But the thing is, you know, yeah, we can take out bad guys, we can take out assholes, and you know, of course, we we let. The Iraqis basically pop his head off, um, but uh, this is this is different. This is an assassination. This yes. is, I mean, and and we know how well assassinations and world wars go, right? Bay of Hello? Pigs. World War you don't One. Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Nothing could have gone worse than that. Oh, let's I mean, just invade Cuba. This yeah, is ass- we assassinated. We assassinated an official of a sovereign nation. 
if we didn't gonna, kill if talk about Saddam we didn't kill Hussein, Osama bin Laden we didn't kill go into uh, you know Osama bin Laden wasn't a, uh, you know uh, any you know he, he he was a rogue actor yes you know? he had no country behind him yeah now Saddam Hussein did but if I remember and I was not pro invading Iraq but if I do remember there were many many months of the United States regardless of what kind of um um you know it, it what kind of uh anyway the our country spent a long time to try to get you know England and France and Denmark and a whole bunch of people to be like yes we are back all these NATO members right Mm-hmm. NATO members who are like, yes, we're going to stand behind the United States. We're going to, you know, they're going in. We're with you. We mm-hmm. we created a coalition. Yes. We took out we took out Saddam Hussein because we had a coalition. Whether mm-hmm. or not I agree with it is not relevant. But we had a coalition. So when Saddam Hussein was taken out, there wasn't this backlash. I mean, there was backlash you know, in certain parts of the world, but follow me here. We took him out, and then after we took him out, there was a really big problem. The big problem was that there was a vacuum in Iraq. It was a really big vacuum in Iraq. Mm -hmm. And there was no government in place, and so that's when we, you know, we had all these fucking neocons, Paul, the guy with the, who licked his comb, who was put in there, and... do you remember all that? Wolfowitz. Wolfowitz. So we had a really terrible situation happening there, and it was bad. It was really bad. And the reason why I bring this up is um, I, I have a, a friend who lives across the street who served, who served during that time. And I had a conversation with her yesterday. She came over here to talk to me. And you know, she said, so what do you think about what's going on? She's not political, by the way. And I told her exactly what I think was going on. And and at a certain point, I was getting ready to say that the entire Iraq war was bullshit. But she's a vet. Yeah. And I felt like I couldn't say that to her. So I looked at Jamie and I asked her point blank, Jamie, how do you feel about what happened? And she actually said to me, it was all a waste of time. Based on what happened in the past few days. No, and, and that's smart. That's smart of you to, to, to approach it that way because my friend Pete, um, who I was in a band with before, served in, in Iraq, and I um, and I never I never present it to him that way because I don't want to I don't want to him to perceive me diminishing his service. So it's like I feel it's always best to let veterans talk. You know, the, you yeah, should I, have respect dec- and decorum uh, for people who've served, and not, you know, lose your shit and say, you know, that you know, Bush was a war criminal, you know, whatever, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. I told her. I said before I say what I want to say, I want to respect you because you're a vet. I need to know what you think before I go forward and tell you my opinion. Yeah. But she's she's awesome. I mean, we talk at least once a day, but. She said, it, "It at this point, it was a waste. Especially was now, a now that we're, we're where we are now. 
Yeah, um, based on where we are now, that's what she's saying. I, I mean, that's it, heartbreaking. It, it, it's it is it is, and and uh, you know, and and I'm gonna. Uh, excuse me, I think I have a sneeze coming up, um, but uh, oh, I know God. we have to get to Nikki Haley, but I'm just losing my shit about what's happening. <laughs> excuse me, there it is. Oh, Gesundheit. Yeah. I knew it was coming there. Oh I, f- I oh, felt that sneeze. like it was cleansing. I felt that sneeze <laughs> coming. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it felt good. I like sneezing, actually. Um, unless I'm sick. Uh, but but a good, wholesome, non-illness-related sneeze feels good, I think. Clear so, out the histamine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, any progress that was made with the Iran deal... Gone. Yep. Gone. Absolutely. Yeah, the, Iran pulled out of the deal altogether. Yeah. And if we pulled out of the deal. Just to make this clear, we pulled out of the deal. Iran was still in the deal with all of the European nations. Yep. Yep. They pulled out of the deal altogether. Yep. They said fuck you to Europe. And they're enriching uranium once again. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And, you know, again, Iran has a lot of weaponry from Russia. Tell me. Tell me, Trump Trump cult, Trump administration. Tell me. You can reassure us that they won't be acquiring more weaponry. Maybe even those hypersonic missiles that can probably hit the United States before we can uh, do anything about it. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe possibly Russia and Iran will work out a deal to where they can, I don't know, maybe set up a missile base in Russia for some of that sweet, sweet oil that they can't sell anywhere else. Why wouldn't they? I, Let's just, I'm not just, joking about this. Why wouldn't they at this point? They're looking at every feasible fucking option right now, and they have more people backing them than we have backing us. Let's just recap for a minute. This is the first time that Iran has directly attacked our troops from inside their country. Yeah. First time ever. Yeah, you and can we are ar- at war. Yeah, we can argue about you know who's behind the IEDs and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and whatever else uh, you know the arming Terrorist of attacks. insurgent forces yeah. in Iraq and other countries. You know, mm-hmm. th- th- but that is that's an indirect attack. Well, we att- it, right, it's by proxy. This is not proxy. This is no. direct. Yeah, and they're saying it's direct, and they're saying it's direct. They're saying yeah. we meant it. They're not and, pulling punches here. Yeah, and and, and by the way, uh, something interesting happened. A little private meeting with the butchers uh, who spawned uh, the the uh, uh, the 9/11 terrorists, and you know killed the uh, Khashoggi, an American uh, resident. Uh, the, there was a secret meeting in the White House yesterday with the Saudi mm. prince and Jared was there and they were all smiles and everything. And it was so nice of the White House to announce yesterday that that meeting happened. Oh, wait, no, they didn't. 
Today, the Saudi butchers announced that there was a secret meeting. We learned from the people who uh, who spawned the the mass killers who attacked us on 9-11. We learned from them Mm -hmm. that there was a secret meeting yesterday in the White House. From the Saudis. In that From the Saudis. The same way we learned about, you know, having a phone call with Russia from the Russians. Yep. I mean, the whole Trump, Trump and his cultists and the administration, why don't you just, you know, travel back in time and stand on the debris from the, the, you know, uh, from the World Trade Center and just give us all, take a a selfie of you all giving us a fucking middle finger. Why don't you do that? You know, go go to all the graves of all the people who died on 9-11 and just take a selfie of you giving the finger, pissing on those graves right now. Because that's what you fucking did yesterday. I, I just want to point this out. I shared this in the chat room shortly before the show. But the, the Saudi who met with Trump yesterday was the crown prince's brother. Yeah. Prince Khalid. And I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the link into our chat room, but Prince oh, Khalid, this is back from October. Everything had been trying to get in touch with Khashoggi for a year to persuade him to return back to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but they did the next best thing and killed him in Turkey. Yeah, that's the guy who Trump met with. Yeah, isn't that cute? Jared looks so happy. It's like he he, he has a smile on his face like he sprouted his first chin hair. Didn't Trump put Jared in charge of the Middle East a couple of weeks ago? That's in his portfolio. Uh, that well, that in six six six. Yeah. You know, good, good good job, Trump cult. You should be so fucking proud of yourselves. Well, we you should, should be all, all happy that uh, we 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 have the best people. <sighs> you know, we have the best people in the White House, oh. and all folios are full. You know. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. That Ivanka is going to take take care of us all. Oh, she will. She, she cares so much. She will take care of us all when she is able to see us next Tuesday. Oh, okay. Just, you have to wait a week. She'll take yeah. care of us all then. Understood. So, uh, anyway, um, let's go ahead and go to the break. Um, when we come back, I will subject everybody to the Nikki Haley audio. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised to find myself in agreement with a Republican um, over what's going on right now. Uh, and I still don't like him, but I'm going to play the audio. So, uh, let's go go to the break. Uh, we'll return with uh, more Um our first show of World War Three, officially. Aww. So, so anyway. glad I could be there with with you guys. So well, special. I don't think there's any anybody needs to stretch their imagination too far to figure out what song I'm going to play for the first break. <laughs> we'll be right back. Turn up the night. Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
play when you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are 
from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. All right, uh, sorry for the intermittent uh, bits of silence there. I did what I shouldn't do, and I went and I checked on some known... Trump cultists, Trump cultists on Facebook that I know as acquaintances, and just wanted to see how they were celebrating, and they're celebrating much like uh, Nikki Haley would with smears and lies, um, and of course uh, spiking the football and saying, "All right, let's go World War Three." I mean, they're not quite saying that, uh, but you know what? Most of these people who I know who are conservatives are about my age, and. Let me see. How old would their kids be right about now? Oh, they'd be in their early 20s. Some of them are just just about voting age now. Oh, you know, it, it's as if as if the, the the Trump cult exists only in the moment. And that they have no concept it's like, yeah, he killed him. He killed him. That's great. He's tough. He's tough. He did something Obama wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, and right now, how many people are dead because of what Trump did? We don't. How even many know people yet. are dead? No, we don't know. We yet. don't even we fucking don't even know. know. And, and none of those Trump cultists even care. They don't care. None of them care, or they wouldn't have voted for this piece of shit. 
No, but all they the, don't care all the about tears that will be shed as the bodies come into Dover, Delaware, all the tears that are going to be shed on, on, MS, on, uh, on Fox News about all the great people in uniform that yeah. you don't give a shit about. They don't give two shit. They, yeah, they don't give a half a shit. Uh, but anyway, welcome back, Joe Santorsis, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Thank you. And <laughs> Rain for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C. Where you Thank had a you. you had a bird I, I, you had a bird demic today. I did. It was it's like the bird. Scary, I know. I ah, I, I, I shared a gif scary, from the bird. But it birds. was kind of fun. Yeah, it was. So. It was. Uh, I like I like the the juxtaposition of the birds gif. Yeah, I think I posted. <laughs> with, I think I posted it on Facebook. If anybody wants to see it, and they with, yeah, stars. you did, you did. So. Um, we've been watching starlings all week and waiting for them to like create a with what what's called a murmuring, which is when starlings all gather together and just do that you know swarm. Yeah. But um, you know, they, going back yeah. to the Trump cultists, I, I I can't help but think that uh, here we are in this country and we have you know a, a lot of people who um, are pro. I'm going to say pro-war. I, I really do want to say pro-war. And um, I can't totally blame that on people who are Trump supporters. I will say it, it seems to me as though this is where the Republican Party has been going for a really long time. Oh, yeah. The, they the, just, the you know, they did this after 9-11, right? Of course. So, yeah. So here we are now where you got people like Nikki Haley and all these people like, yeah, we're going to war. And all I could think of is, okay, so the people who are literally going to be sent into the war field, aside from the people who have already enlisted and have been sent over, they are now expecting a whole bunch more people to sign up to be sent into war. Are, um, for the most part, so for people listening to the show, I want people to know that I'm not talking about this as so black and white. But for the most part, white kids who don't have an ability to go to college, not all white kids, white kids who don't have an ability to go to college, which means, you know, these are poor white kids. And also people of color who don't have the ability to go to college. They're going to sign up. So we're sending the... uh, lower class into war yeah and that's white and people of color everybody and people like nikki haley and so many other people are willing to to just send our kids into the grinder Mm -hmm. for a man who doesn't have any fucking foreign policy who doesn't know what he's doing when it comes to iran Iran has existed for thousands and thousands of years. Iran is the country who said, if you come after me, vengeance is mine. We have been around for less than 300 years. Yeah. We, we don't know what the fuck we're doing in the world. Well, uh, just, just to, for, for in, case, in, in case some stump-dump Trump cultist uh, wanders by and decides to give a listen to our program... Iran has a military about half the size of ours. Mm-hmm. They and have good. half a million, half over half a million 
Uh, we and and we have 1.3 million active duty. With uh, well, okay, so we have uh, 865,000 in reserve. So they, mm-hmm. but they're they're number eight. They're number eight. So that's not small potatoes. And not to mention, how many other? I mean, how much goodwill do we really have in neighboring territories with Iran right now? In the Middle East. Yeah, and and it's most specifically no. neighboring territories with with Iran. None. Maybe we've maybe been told Saudi to leave Arabia. Iraq. Maybe Saudi Arabia. Maybe. No. Well, uh, yeah. Saudi Arabia is. De- I mean, Nobody's that's why we had the meeting. Saudi Arabia doesn't like Iran. I yeah. mean, we'll, we'll get support from Saudi Arabia. But, um, but I don't see anybody stepping up to say, "Yeah, we're going to back up. We're going to back up America." Yeah. Nobody. Nobody's doing that. We don't even have our European allies saying, "No, we got you." Who, whose side do you think China would we take in something have like Israel. this? Yeah, whose side do you think China would take in something like this? Well, we know China's an ally of Iran. Yeah, we know Russia's an ally of Iran. Yeah. So who, who's got the bigger army? <laughs> you know, and 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 and, and <clears throat> also let's not forget. <clears throat> The lesson that the assassination of one nation's official, the message that is given to another nation's official, who already got the message when they got rid of Saddam Hussein and Muammar Gaddafi, and that is Kim Jong-un. He's looking at all this, and he's saying, huh, so this is the way they conduct their foreign policy. If they don't like the leader of the country or they don't like the officials in the country, they assassinate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why should I give up my nukes? That's the only thing between me and being assassinated. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we got our new Franz Ferdinand here. Gee, Franz Ferdinand was only fifty when he was assassinated. Yeah, too bad. Um, it just struck me as uh, he he those, his pictures always make him I'm so much older. I'm going to raise my hand and say mustache. this is something that I found problematic then, and I find it problematic now. And you'll, you, I was not comfortable when we when when Gaddafi was taken out. I was not comfortable with that. Oh, I was not. I was not either. I, I thought it was very ugly. I don't like to see things like that. I don't like it, you know. I, I I don't like to see that kind of butchery on display. Mm-hmm. You know, I I mean, you it, mean like it's, the hanging of Saddam Hussein. Yeah, that was awful. That was awful. I didn't like that either. And it's I not like it's not because I pity the person because they're an evil bastard or I mourn for them. It's that I mourn for the humanity that the people are losing who are doing the act. And and that is a distinctly human quality. I mean, I had a, just a weird conversation with Susan. Not a, not a weird conversation. I had a conversation with Susan about somebody who. Um, did something very wrong to Susan. Uh, You know, I mean, it's it's not you know in the grand scheme, it was just something stupid that this person did and tried to blame Susan for it. Um, and 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 she was like, and and this person moved out of the country, and now they're like they're starting a GoFundMe page, and you know just to pay rent. And I'm like, 
I'd like to take joy in their misery, but I can't because as a human being, I don't want to see somebody suffer like that. That's terrible. I'm not saying that I feel bad for somebody dying in an airstrike if they're an enemy, but but the people who are, 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 are doing the assassination, I, I mean, but this is a completely different thing. You know, thinking something is fucking stupid for assassinating a government official of a sovereign nation mm-hmm. in another country. It, I'm not mourning. I'm saying I'm mourning the loss of brain cells what few remaining brain cells they had collectively in the Trump administration, but that's it. I don't care if the guy's dead. I I, I just think that the way it happened was really fucking stupid, and I'm not alone. So let me... There was no fucking planning. No. Trump just went in and took him out. Let's hear the the, the clip from Nikki Haley real quick. Uh, And boy, yeah, it's short, but I'm sorry, everyone, but it needs to be played. You don't see anyone standing up for Iran. You're not hearing any of the Gulf members. You're not hearing China. You're not hearing Russia. The only ones that are mourning the loss of Soleimani are our Democrat leadership and our Democrat presidential candidates. No one else in the world because they knew that this man had evil veins. They knew what he was capable of and they saw the destruction and and the lives lost based from his hands. Hey, Nikki Haley, fuck you and the broomstick you rode in on. Seriously. Because that is the most evil bullshit that I've heard out of anybody's mouth in this whole fucking process from somebody who was an elected official at one point and served in this administration. Fuck you. Fuck you, you stupid, ignorant asshole. Sean Hannity. Oh, of course. Okay. Sean Hannity didn't even agree with her. I I cut the clip, but he didn't even agree with her. He didn't correct her. But he didn't. Because he didn't I'd agree. like to know who who she thinks is cheering this on. There are there is nobody cheering this on. No, nobody is more shedding any tears for this guy. I didn't even know who the hell this guy was until he either did, did Trump. If you recall in twenty fifteen yes. that that interview with you screw it. But the one thing I know. Is there's a reason why Bush didn't have him killed or Obama? There are strategic reasons why you yes. do why you do things. Uh, first of all, and, and I, I did have an outburst pre-show that uh, I had to apologize to Terrain uh, in advance. It's fine because <laughs> I called Nikki Haley something I shouldn't have said. But we will talk about it when I see you next Tuesday. I recorded it here. Let me play it you for you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't. <laughs> I'm going to hide next Tuesday. Let's just leave it at that. But I'm going to say Nikki Haley should rot in hell. She knows better. Yeah, as Kat points out, that what you just heard was a UN ambassador said that. Go ahead, finish your thought, Joe. And, and, and a rising star in the Republican Party Ugh. looking toward 2024. Oh, she well, is. So, is. so is Ivanka and Junior, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Well, the, uh, Junior, Junior, I'm sure Junior, Ivanka, and, uh, and Eric will probably enlist, right? 
<laughs> oh yeah, which brings me to another. Which brings me to another point. Okay, being, you know, what's coming next. A draft. It, it, it's not. I mean, it's if 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 God forbid, Russia and China I don't think so. get if if China and Russia get involved, you bet there will be. I'll, I'll you know, I I I would almost guarantee it. Because I'll tell you what, I think people, uh, you're going to see people scrambling to get out of the service over the next uh, few months. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it's going to happen, um, but I'm not going to lie. I'd be more than willing to see it happen because suddenly you're going to see a whole bunch of Republican people who have money who were like, nope, not my child. He's the fortunate one. Yeah. I, 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 I don't want to see a draft again. I, but if that's what it takes to to make to, to, to wake up people who are middle and lower class to say, not my child, not for well, this war. This is this is what wakes up the middle class. Right now, people who are disadvantaged are the ones that have to who, who enlist. And I'm not questioning their patriotism I'm but also either. it's it also it, it, it is poor disadvantaged people who see military service yeah as serving your country but also as a way to to get a college education to yes. get benefits to 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 get uh uh you know health care and things like that that you need plus a college education technical training mm-hmm. you well, know trades whatever you learn in the military that's the way to learn it you know and it is disadvantaged people mostly who have to enlist to get an advantage out of the military well well, let's put this in a draft yeah go ahead finish up in in a draft it reaches into the middle class okay yeah it reached into my i was middle class when i was in high school and college that's when vietnam was going on there was a draft it reached into my ranks Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, in a sense, it wakes people up and gets them yeah. more involved. Yeah. Let's put it in into context, though, as of, of of the the age of the internet, because what happened after this, and people were saying this could start World War, World War Three. Well, a lot of people, probably a lot of young people, went online and started looking up draft conscription you know will there be a draft world you know world war three i mean this is so it's it's in the zeitgeist as it were it's out there it's being talked about it's be you know and who's the next big voting block in the united states generation z huh yeah so Uh also, if I'm not mistaken, there still is a registration process, right? There is still selective service is still yeah, around, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and sure. there still is a registration process, I believe. So if yeah, I believe there is. I mean, there was when I was uh, 18, and there was no draft in the 80s. So, but anyway, I Here's want to play. Something. Can I ask you guys a quick question? Yeah, so real quick, because I got another selective service has always been men. Have we? Opens it up to women. I don't know. Because I tell you what, if we open it up to women and we include the draft for men and women, guess what? 
this country will be shut down. Uh, I'm looking for a select. Let me play this audio clip and I'll read up on it a little bit because um, I, I hate this man with the passion of a thousand white hot suns, as Stephanie Miller might say. Uh, Rand Paul. Um, oh. But uh, every once in a while, uh, the goofy haired dipshit gets something right. And apparently him and uh, uh, Susan sent me the link. Him and Tom Udall are uh, calling for a bipartisan bill to prevent unconstitutional war with Iran. So um, I hope that goes well, but we'll see. Uh, but anyway, here, this is what Rand Paul said to Bill Hemmer on Fox News about this. I think the thing is you have to ask yourself and ask um, the general question, are attacks more or less likely now that Soleimani is gone? The person who has replaced him has been his assistant general for 22 years, is a hardliner, and now the whole con- country of Iran is consumed with revenge. So I think the if you're asking yourself, will there be attacks on America, I think there's much more likely to be attacks now that with his death. But you also have to ask if, if, if anybody thinks that there's a possibility that diplomacy would work, how it's going to work when you kill the major general of another country. So I think what we've done is we've taken diplomacy off the table, and the only possibility now is military escalation. Let me it's just, unknown um, how much military yeah. escalation, but I think there will be an escalation. On that point, I think last night you called it the death of diplomacy, if I've got your quote right. Uh, was there much diplomacy to begin with, Senator? Well, there was with the Iran agreement. The Iran agreement wasn't perfect, and I was a critic of the Iran agreement. However, I think it was a big mistake to pull out of the Iran agreement. We should have tried to build upon the Iran agreement. We did that, but then we placed an embargo where Iran wasn't allowed to sell any goods internationally, including their main export of oil. An act of an embargo is like an act of war. And then to top that off, we've now killed one of their major generals. I think it is the death of diplomacy, and I see no way to get it back started again until sort of the the revenge of the Iranian people is somehow sated. And I I hate this. I hate that this is where we're going. I've been someone who has been for engagement, but there was much less killing. There was much less violence after the Iran agreement. In fact, there was a lull in a period in which I think we were headed towards a much more stable uh, situation with Iran. And now I think it's gone. And I think it may be gone for a lifetime. So thank you, you ignorant piece of shit, for finally giving Obama some credit. Yeah, well, he didn't say his name. No, he didn't. He didn't. because uh, And where was, honestly, am I wrong, but I cannot remember where Rand Paul was when Trump pulled out of, you know, the the, the agreement. I didn't, I don't remember hearing him I say this he was is supporting, wrong. He was supporting it. Yeah, I, I don't know. He the agreement, yeah, he thought the agreement was, was, uh, was wrong. Yeah, because here he is literally saying we should have stayed in the agreement. Yeah, we should. Where have. was his voice? And I hope we don't all forget that this is where this all started. I haven't. No, I didn't mean fucking all. Tom I, Cotton you know, I, I in I your letter to Tehran Tom. I, yeah, in case you didn't notice, I'm I'm a little angry tonight. And the way they're gonna twist this around is gonna be remarkable. They're going to try to make Trump into George Washington. That They can try. I don't think that's going to work this time. No. This time, I don't think it's going to work. Well, I, I think Gen Y is going to, you know, uh, or Gen Z, rather, and millennials 
Um, Adam Adam is saying that reports are that 30 soldiers are dead. I don't know where that comes from. I, well, I, I, think, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything on casualties yet. So if, if that's well, true, I mean, that's... We know there's dead people. We I mean, it, you know... Well, People are dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know so, there's people. That just, we know Trump officially has blood all over his hands and face. Uh, I just want to make this clear: if yeah, Iran is shooting missiles into Iraq, killing our soldiers. Yeah, and Iraq has kind of said, "Can y'all leave?" We know who so, Iraq is siding with. I mean, I'm not wrong with that, right? Iraq said, please leave. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, said, get the out. Parliament it's, already voted. Yeah, and so Iran is shooting into Iraq saying, hey, guys, we're going to kill those soldiers. And as far as I know, we sent a letter to Iraq. Oh, oh by mistake. Uh, yeah, by uh, mistake. In, yeah, in, in, that in, we're, um, we're, we're going to start leaving. Yeah. Written I mean, how, in, how long before Iraq is new Iran? This is this is really well, yeah. I wish I was. I wish I had. The, usually, I like to be all happy, clappy, but oh, well, be be aware of this now. Now I'm 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 looking at uh, some streaming uh, MSNBC here, and I'm seeing some oh, people yeah. suggesting that oh well, I'm sure there's people in the Situation Room advising him that this is a good time for diplomacy. The only person in the Situation Shit. Room is Stephen Miller with his fiance, and that really is you gross. think you think that that this is the man. Was going to listen to somebody. First of all, I don't believe there's anybody in the Situation Room saying such thing. Okay, that that take take a this we should just back off and just take it. This should be a negotiation now. No, he's going to go by his gut. He's going to go right to Fox News. He's going he to already went to Rush Limbaugh. He's going to go to Janine Pirro. He's oh, going to go to to Sean Hannity. He's going to go to Sean Hannity, and he's going to go to and tomorrow morning. He's going to be listening to Facts and Friends, and the next thing you know, he'll do what they tell him to do. Yeah, not people in the Situation Room. Hey, Joe, Ken, how do you guys feel? And also, chat room, isn't it nice to live in a dictatorship? It's so cool. Where our entire fucking administration is not functioning. It's None a of it is. Foxtatorship. I yeah. mean, I'm not kidding about. I, I'm not. I. I, I don't think you're kidding. kidding about it, but the State Department isn't working. Yeah. Defense Department isn't working. Yeah. The, 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 the Department you know, of War is. Cabinet, what is happening in? I I don't want to say D.C. Yeah. Because you guys know I believe in government, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what yeah. is happening in the White House? What is happening? It's an alternate not reality. Under control at all tonight. It's an it's it's uh yeah it's it's not. So but anyway, we got to go to the break. Uh, we'll continue talking about this when we come back. Um, and uh, we are going to have a cool down period towards the end of the show. Don't worry, we have other things we want to talk about. Some good news. Um, but we will dedicate the next segment at the very least to uh, discussing this further. Uh, we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. A lot of us are sick and tired of this country. To another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Very interesting indeed. Uh, thank you to Joe and Rain and everybody in the chat room right now because guess what? All hell's breaking loose right now. And uh, yeah, so this is Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick for January 7th, 2020. Um, while I have that on my brain right now, everybody do not abbreviate 2020 as 20 ever. Being in accounting, I'm saying this from a place of, of safety and knowledge. Don't abbreviate 2020. Always put 2020 because uh, on anything, anything, just get in the habit of always putting 2020. Because if you put 20 on a check, somebody could change the date to 2021, 2022 on a contract. They could, you know, uh, you know, I, I mean, seriously, never abbreviate 2020. So, um, but anyway, um, uh, welcome back. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hi. Hi. Everything is awesome. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I just. I'm not uh, trying to be a negative Nelly. No, no, I'm no. Really, no, no, no. Really it, worried. It's. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean the stuff that that's going on right now. I mean we'll we'll go through everything in the chat room uh, in a minute here, but Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, you you got some news? I I, I just on my iPad. I'm streaming here uh, MSNBC, and I'm seeing that um, according the Iranian uh, guard has said that a second wave of missiles has been launched. Oh my so, god. Uh, apparently there is going to be more destruction. Uh, they also said they will attack any they will attack any country who allows the United States to use it as a base to attack Iran. Yeah. So that would be Saudi Arabia, that would be Israel, Dubai. Okay. Dubai. Uh, good luck. This is going to turn into a 
region-wide conflagration. It, it, this, this is, this is horrible. Yeah, um, it's horrible when you say, when you say region-wide. Well, to begin, my my first thought is, who is going to support the United States? And I feel like nobody. So far, nobody. Uh, I mean. I well, I mean, heard look, anything from France. Or, I mean, doesn't it doesn't help? It doesn't help that we have all the ill will from not only the citizenry but the governments of our closest allies. Um, it, it, you know, I mean, shit. Look, you know, you think Germany and England and uh, you know France after in Canada the way Trump has treated them the last yeah. three years? Do you think they 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 give a shit? Of course they don't. Is there anything out there on social media saying we stand with you, United States? Because it really appears to me as though Iran is attacking the United States via proxy. Well, that's what's not happening. Now, this is what's scary about this. They, they always did it by proxy. This is the first time in history that they have directly attacked the United States from Iran. Yeah. Okay. This is no proxy. Yeah. This, this is, is no proxy. They're not doing this through Shia militia or anything like that. This. This is this. This, as everyone is pointing out, this is historic because it's not a proxy attack. Yeah. It's a direct attack from Iran directly at United States military personnel. Now, yeah. I, I hope. I hope that what uh, Kat is reporting from uh, CNN is true. I hope that they got our troops out of there when they were on high alert, and all they did was damage or level the the base itself, yeah. and that there well, were no hope. casualties. But um, I can't see how there can't be casualties, at least to civilians, because yeah. these these are not precise missiles. No. Okay. So they're like uh, they're like. Uh, close is close enough type of things so i mean um somebody died maybe we didn't lose any troops i mean I iraq know. was supposed to be an ally at this point and in american interest well i don't so. think they're gonna want they're, they're gonna want the target of iran's wrath sitting in their country with yeah. missiles raining yes. down on them they're going to now insist we leave. Well, the UK yeah. is definitely not behind this, and it, and and if you know if the UK isn't, nobody else is. Who else is going to be behind this? Nobody. Uh, and this is from Buzzfeed. Well, what Joe, from what, Joe, what yeah. Joe just said is really important, and I think it's they are not going to tolerate having their country attacked. Basically, what's going to happen is... They're going to greet Iran Iraq as liberators. They get the fuck out. Iraq is going to greet Iran as liberators. It, they're going to beca- It's going to become which, new Iran. I mean, yes, it, you know, which, maybe... Yeah. You know, maybe not that exact... It, it's going to be, you know, either become a territory of Iran or, or they're, they're going to be liberators, whatever. Uh, but they have the which ground forces to easily... deal with the whole entire... In- you know, Shia versus um, Sunni. Shia and Sunni again. 
again and again and again. Oh, I don't think we'll have to deal with that anymore. I think this would be a unifying factor. I don't think that that's going to be a major thing. Honest to God, I bet you Iran could do, uh, would go in and wipe out ISIS that Trump said he already wiped out, uh, you know, to, to, you know, um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, from Buzzfeed from five days ago, the U S didn't warn Britain or its other European allies ahead of the planned airstrike to kill Iran's top military commander. This is from Alex Wickham and, uh, Alberto Nardelli at Buzzfeed. Um, and it says the UK is warned against further conflict between the West and Iran after the, the U S airstrike that killed the country's top military commander, Kasim, uh, um, Soleimani on Friday morning in a statement that not explicitly, uh, backed, uh, Trump's decision to order the airstrike that killed the head of Iran's elite, uh, could force. Um, Foreign Secretary Dominic Robb said, we have always recognized the aggressive threat posed by the Iranian Quds uh, force led by Soleimani. Um, and it says, following the death, we urge uh, all parties to de-escalate. Further conflict is none of our interests. So if they're saying that, if, if the UK is saying that, you know what France is saying, you know what Germany is saying, you know what Canada is saying. They're saying the same thing, and I bet you they wouldn't say it nearly as polite as, as the Brits said. So, I'm just going for the big four that he's he's marginalized and isolated and, and treated like shit. Mm-hmm. Our NATO allies, you know. I mean, yeah, okay, he had the special meeting with the, the Saudis. The Saudis are on board because the Saudis hate Iran. Uh, but where does Israel fall in this? Because the Saudis hate Israel. Oh. Iran hates Israel. Oh, Israel just threw their hands up. Well, they're in now, so good luck. Oh, God. I mean, it, so guys, who <clears throat> can you imagine? Imagine yeah. right now being oh, an Israeli citizen. Can you imagine being an Israeli citizen right now? No, I can't. Can you? No, I wouldn't want to be there. No, I, I, it's I mean, a terrifying I'm notion. Figure out who the fuck is on the side of America, because honest to God. At this point, it's like Israel and Saudi Arabia. The entire, you know, the European Union, and I sort of feel like, you know, Germany, France, Britain, um, Spain, all of them are like, yep, we're going to stick together against against Iran, and um, fuck you, America. That's sadly how I feel right now. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, so Saudi Arabia, uh, we place to be. Saudi Arabia, um, they're uh, well. They have a, a whopping total of one hundred twenty-seven thousand military personnel. How many? How many troops do we have in Saudi Arabia right now? Um, because uh, I think it's maybe more than that number. I'm gonna take a look right now. Um, there are uh, one hundred twenty. Uh, oh wait. Oh, that's their... Uh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, how many U.S. troops? Yeah. Sorry, I should have those numbers in front of now, me. No, I'm, I'm looking, I'll and I can't... I will have those... I, I think we have more troops in Saudi Arabia than Saudi Arabia. Oh, and we just sent 18, uh, 1,800 additional troops to Saudi Arabia last, yeah. last, or late last year. Yeah. 
So this has been in the works for a while from somebody. Something like this has been in the works. Some some window of opportunity has been in the works. Remember when Trump said he's going to get us out of all the wars? Remember yeah. that? That was good times, right? Oh. Oh, I, I'd like good to... good times. Yeah, let me let me um you know what that that tweet I I I forgot to to read this. There was a response to Nikki Haley's nasty fucking uh um smear against Democrats. Um and, and it also, was And also by the way, Ken, fuck her for saying that, you know, for her smearing Democrats yeah. over, you know, trying to unite the fucking country. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, li- listen to this. I mean, th- this tweet from uh, Mehdi Hassan, I'm not sure who he is, um, but uh, she, after she said that we mourn the the loss of, uh, uh, what's his name? I don't, I'm sorry, again, uh, the I Iranian dude. Um, yeah, there we go, Salami. Soleimani? Um, he he uh, he said uh, or she yeah he said re- responded to Nikki Haley after she made that smear about Dems. Um, she worked for a president who has mourned the loss of Saddam Hussein and Muammar Gaddafi, bragged about his friendship with Kim Jong Un, and helped MBS cover up the murder and dismemberment of a U.S. resident. So what? Fuck you, Haley. Wait, you work again. Nikki Haley worked for Trump. He says uh, she worked for a president who mourned the loss of Saddam Hussein and Muammar Gaddafi, bragged about his friendship with Kim Jong-un, and helped MBS cover up the murder and dismemberment of a U.S. resident. Okay. All of that is fucked up. Yeah. So she wants to say that, and and again, Nikki Haley, what's your response to Rand Paul? What's your response to other Republicans who are out there saying this was a dumb fucking move? Nobody's mourning the loss of this guy, but if you want to take him out, I mean, don't, I mean, it would be one thing, uh, I mean, even even just take it a step further and kill him on, on, on the soil, you know, in his own country. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that that's going to be much better, but maybe just a little bit. You know, I mean, this was um, this was an assassination. That's all it was. was. That's all it was. It it, it wasn't brave. It wasn't brave. It wasn't an act of 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 you know virtuous heroism that Trump did this. He just said, "Yeah, do it. Blow him up. I need a win." And you know, he just wanted the instant fucking gratification. And that instant gratification quickly escalated into a global war. How many people out there, Joe and Ken and our chat room, knew this guy's name before he was killed? I didn't. I I never did. I didn't. I never heard of him. No. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't hear of him before that. I, I like, mean, it's it's one of those people you know exists, but you just don't have a face or a name. I mean, yeah, I might have heard his name in passing. Who knows? But it was all news to me when when he was assassinated. So Trump didn't know who the fuck this guy was. N- no, not in 2015, anyway. Yes. 
So he was interviewed by freaking like, Hugh Hugh. You know, I mean, Trump doesn't understand there are war crimes. A lot of military. There are a lot of military leaders in the Middle East on either side that I don't know. You don't know. I'm sure most people in the chat don't know. We know they exist. The thing is, is that after he was killed, I went in and did my research and realized, holy shit, George Bush didn't want him killed. Barack Obama didn't want him killed. Yeah. Well, he's been he's because been on the, the so-called battlefield that uh, that uh, uh, Pompeo keeps uh, touting. He's on the battlefield. Uh, he's been on the battlefield since. They took the hostages since they overthrew the Shah. Okay, he's been on the battlefield for a long time, since 1979. Oh, so maybe Trump is trying to fight that war in 79 that apparently, Jimmy apparently, Carter and um, Ronald Reagan never wanted to fight. He's going to show Jimmy Carter how he would have handled the hostage crisis. He would have killed everybody, including yeah. the hostages. Yeah. But again, I brought up Ronald Reagan for a reason because Ronald Reagan didn't even decide to start a war then. No, Ronald Reagan didn't take this guy out. Jimmy Carter didn't take this guy out. Ronald Reagan didn't take this guy out. Bush the first didn't take him out. Clinton didn't take him out. Uh-huh. Bush the second didn't take uh-huh. him out. Obama didn't take him out. So they all had a reason. Now, back in Reagan's day, I don't know how prominent this guy was. I know that he started his military career back in '79. Uh, but certainly by the time Bush the, the first was around, this guy was rising in the ranks. And certainly we know Bush the second knew all about him. So, um, uh, yeah, there was what? a strategic reason. We didn't, <clears throat> there's also a strategic reason we, we, we didn't assassinate Kim Jong-il, Kim yes. Jong-un. Okay, Thank there, Thank as, you, much, as much as there, there's a, a strategic reason we don't do these things. Yeah. There's a strategic and, reason why you don't invade the Bay of Pigs. Yeah, and, yes. and just okay. just just real quick, just real quick too, because Francie Francie said, "Who the fuck kills a military leader in their own country?" That's the thing. He wasn't even in his own country. He was in no. another country. I mean, that's why I'm saying it. it I, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I think it, I think it would have probably if if you can make this situation any better. If at least it was an attack on Iranian soil, I think it would have been. I think it probably would have been less of an insult because he was able to die on his own soil. It still would have been a huge shitstorm. You know, don't get me wrong. It's it would still be horrible for the globe. But the, I think the, I think that that is very important. To to people in in the Middle East is is you know killing them you know especially a, a high official like that killing them on foreign soil, I think is an even greater insult. I could be wrong, but you know maybe it doesn't make a difference either way. But Jesus Christ, wrong. I don't think you're wrong, and um, I do not have the links in front of me. Yeah. But there have been a few reports out there that basically said that, um, uh, you know, that the head of the head of Iraq was having a conversation with Trump and Trump said, bring the guy in because I would like to have him come to Iraq so we can all talk about um, alleviating pressures. Yeah. 
Oh, and Sandy, so absolutely, it would still been a. He showed up. Well, he showed uh, up yeah. in in Iraq, and he got bombed. Yeah, and so, and you're right. The fact that the you're Iraqi. Right. Yeah, I just want to say you're right, Sandy. It still would have been an act of war. Absolutely. Yes. I just yes. think that it was a lot more grievous to kill him on, on foreign mm. soil. So the fact, the point that I'm trying to make is that if we get if we get more confirmation, because I've seen two or three reports, and I would like to see more. It seems like this guy, Soleimani, who I call Salami, um, yeah. was was said, come come to Iraq so we can have a discussion on how to de-escalate situations. And that yeah. came from the Prime Minister of Iraq, who said he had a phone call with, with Trump. So this guy came in and got, you know, a drone killed him at the yeah. airport. And guess it what, sounds folks? To me, it sounds to me like Trump was like, "Yeah, let's let's trick him into coming, and let's bomb." Yeah, him. and guess what, folks? Iran has drones too. Uh, let me read this. Cat yeah. has cat has um, uh, a, a quick update here. Um, let me see. Cat uh, says Iran threatens to attack inside uh, the United States if we respond uh, to missile attacks. It says from CNN's Artemis uh, Moshtagian. Uh, in its Telegram channel, Iranian Revolutionary Guard says the Pentagon Pentagon reports that the U.S. will respond to Iran attacks. IRGC then says in a footnote, "This time we were we were we will respond to you in America." Yeah. Well. So. Good job. Good job, Trump cult. Good job, you fucking freaks! Everybody, um, get yourself get yourself a generator yeah, when the I, grid goes down. I got some audio uh, I need to play um, before, uh, and uh, because uh, another thing, Trump Trump had openly admitted he wanted to commit war crimes by destroying uh, cultural sites, Iranian cultural sites. I'm not mm -hmm. saying I personally give a shit about any kind of cultural sites. Um, I, you know, uh, I I'm, care about it. I, I'm, I'm just saying personally, like, uh, uh, you know, to, I don't have any deep commitment to something, but I know other people do and I have a sense of decency and I don't want to see somebody's culture wiped out because of a regime or an administration. You know, I don't want to see things erased. That's the kind of language the Trump cult uses. Oh, Obama's legacy is being erased now. As Trump, you know, it's like, no, no, it's not. You're a liar. That's scummy. That's disgusting. But you know, so I'm saying I don't have a I don't have a, a dog in the fight for anything. I'm not a huge you know. Uh, I don't travel a lot. I don't go to different places. But I know that different things mean different. You know are special to other people and to take that away from them is just cruel and that's why that's a war crime again i'm i don't want to see things destroyed but i don't necessarily think i'm going to go on a field trip anytime soon that's all i'm saying that's why i'm saying you know i'm indifferent but there's a reason why they shouldn't be destroyed it's because it's ugly and it's cruel and it's disgusting so andrea mitchell asked uh uh Pompeo about this today. A question about the issue of cultural sites, because the president said on Air Force One coming back after you had been on the Sunday talk shows that 
They're allowed to kill our people. They're allowed to torture and maim our people. They're allowed to use roadside bombs and blow up our people, and we're not allowed to touch their cultural sites. It doesn't work that way. Uh, Defense Secretary Esper has made it clear that he would not follow an order to hit a cultural site would would be a war crime. Oh, he would. What, whether you would also push back in your advice or in your in your role. Uh, You're not really secondly, wondering, Andrea. <laughs> You're not really wondering. I was unambiguous on Sunday. It is completely consistent with what the president has said. No, uh, we, will, we, will take, we will take every action we take will be consistent with the international rule of law and uh, you, you, the American people can rest assured that that's the case. Let me tell you who's done damage to the Persian culture. It's not the United States of America. It's the Ayatollah. If, if you want to look at who has denied uh, religious oh freedom, God. if you want to know who has denied the Persian culture is rich and steep in history deflect, and intellect, deflect. and they denied the capacity for that culture to continue, if you go back and look at the holidays around Cyrus and Nerus, they've not permitted people uh, to celebrate. They've not allowed people that they've killed, that Qasem Soleimani killed, they've not allowed them to go mourn their family members. The real risk to Persian culture does not come from the United States of America. That there is no, there is no mistake about that. Thank you all. Everybody have a good day. So that dumb Run. hunk of shit just avoided the question. Just ran away. Just ran away. So well, oh my God. Uh, apparently somebody got to Trump over this uh, perceived uh, well uh, war crime. You know, his notion to have war crimes. Um, committed against Iranians by destroying their cultural sites. And I shouldn't have said I don't care. Uh, you know, uh, I, I didn't mean it that way. I'm just saying, I, I, you know, there are there are cultural sites around the globe I, I have no knowledge of. So I'm saying that I, I, I just don't have a vested interest, but I'm not saying that I want to see them wiped out. I'm just saying that there are things that they, they don't matter to me, but they matter to other people. And I don't want to see that stolen because there are places and things that matter to me and I don't want those taken away from me, you know, I don't want my identity stripped from me. I don't want, you know, uh, you know, I have a lot of feelings about when Christianity moved across the globe and wiped out and absorbed, you know, uh, a lot of, you know, Celtic heritage or Norse mythology, things like that. So, you know, I mean, and again, in the chat room, some great comments. Um, living on Long Island pointed out, you remember when people complained about the Taliban and ISIS destroying cultural sites? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now Trump wants to be the Taliban and ISIS. Yeah, that's that's a problem to me. I mean, you know... It, I don't want to see any cultural sites destroyed yeah. ever. And, and if you think about the, the stuff... Of our humanity. If you think about the stuff that they were destroying in Iraq, and that's something I actually have personal, a, a, a vested interest in, not that I'm ever going to go there, but for humankind, that is some of the earliest art, some of the earliest writing cuneiform mm-hmm. the the cuneiform uh, 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 uh written language uh you know in, in what was sumer you know the 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 actual like cradle of life in, in civilization in in iraq you know i mean arguably that's where the garden of eden would have been placed if christians you know if fundamentalists and uh, cared you know I mean, that's where you got a lot of Christian mythos from, was from the Sumerian culture and religion. So, I yeah. Would, so I would suggest that you look into the Buddhas of 
um, Bamian. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know about that. That was that I was mean, heart-wrenching to see that, you know. And so, I, I understand what you were saying, Ken, but... I care. Yeah, I was a little flip. I was a little flippant uh, on how I presented it. It, it. I didn't mean it that way. It just I meant that you know it, it's not going to personally affect me, but it is a crime. It is a war crime, you know, and and it is disgusting. Um, it, it, but yeah, so apparently somebody got to Trump, and I'm sorry we're we're running long here, but we'll uh, we'll get to the Green News report here momentarily, but. Uh, apparently somebody got to Trump because this is what he says now. Oh, this might be uh, the the. Anyway, listen. I've been hearing from countries; uh, they were extremely happy with what we did. And if you look inside Iran itself, what countries? Plenty of those leaders that were happy because they Saudi Arabia and didn't like him in many cases. Could you also clear up, Mr. President, whether Iranian cultural sites would be on any future targets? Well, as I said yesterday, it was very interesting. Uh, they're allowed to kill our people. They're allowed to maim our people. They're allowed to blow up everything that we no, have, and there's nothing not. that stops them. And we are, according to various laws, uh, supposed to uh, be very careful with their cultural heritage. And you know what? If that's what the law is, I, w- I like to obey the law. But think of it. They kill our people. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna, okay, so there we go. First big lie of 2020. The biggest lie of 2020 <laughs> happened a weekend. Trump likes to... Uh, yeah. I like to obey the law, Trump says. So there we go. <laughs> uh, only a weekend to the uh, 2020, and we have the biggest lie of the year. So, okay. so yeah. Anyway, there's more to that clip. I might play more of it later, but we really should just go to the Green News Report right now. So we need to cool our jets a little bit. Everybody get ready. We're going to do name-calling when we return. And uh, But, yeah, so Brad and Desi are back in full force. So Green News Report coming your way. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, January 7, 2020. Federal government has committed $2 billion to what will be the mammoth task of rebuilding entire towns that have been devastated by the bushfires. Australia grapples with unprecedented wildfires in a taste of its climate future. Climate change intensified deluge floods Jakarta, plus... That part of the world is still very important for the price that people will pay here at their gas tank. Buckle up. Trump's escalation of tensions with Iran is spiking oil prices. All of those escalations and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And in the meantime, our political leaders have been doing their best to avoid addressing the role of climate change in making those bushfires more severe. Hey, Australia, we know the feeling. I'd apologize, but, well, you know, Rupert Murdoch and all. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we have been off for a couple of weeks, so um, 
Happy New Year? Mm, Not so much in Australia. Oh, yeah. A smattering of rain has provided only a tiny reprieve from unprecedented bushfires that have been sweeping across the east coast of Australia for months amid record heat and drought. At least 200 fires are burning in southeast Australia alone. As of airtime, at least 24 people have lost their lives, more than 1,500 homes incinerated. Mm. The Australian military is assisting in evacuations and firefighting. And the impact on Australia's unique wildlife is devastating. Experts estimate the fires have killed more than 400 million animals and pushed threatened species like koalas further into extinction. They warn that these repeated bushfires risk destroying the ability of some landscapes to recover. And Australia's bushfire season isn't even at peak yet. And I think Australia's politics are not unlike America's in that you got a whole bunch of climate deniers in power in that country. Indeed, and conservative Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who has dismantled Australia's climate policies while dramatically expanding coal mining, is under a firestorm of criticism for downplaying the role of climate change and his slow response to the ongoing national emergency. Good. Morrison was heckled by devastated residents and shunned by volunteer firefighters in a visit to a devastated rural village. As he should be, as should Every politician who is a climate emergency denier. How come we only had four trucks to defend our town? Because our town doesn't have a lot of money, but we have hearts of gold, Mr. Prime Minister. You're an idiot, mate. Bushfires occur in Australia every year, but this season began very early in September and is significantly worse than past years. Years ago, Australia's scientists predicted this extreme bushfire scenario, warning the increase in hotter and drier weather plus changes in monsoon rain patterns would make bushfires more intense and more widespread. Scientists, what do they know? 2019 was both the hottest and the driest year ever recorded in Australia. And on ABC Australia, climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann warned that the fires will get worse without climate action. You know, we're already seeing catastrophic impacts. You can imagine how much worse it'll be if we allow the planet to continue to warm, if we allow the continent of Australia to continue to dry out. This is just a taste of what's to come if we don't act. In Jakarta, the capital of Indonesia, the death toll continues to rise after weeks of torrential downpours caused widespread flash floods and mudslides. 66 are now confirmed dead, with nearly 200,000 forced to evacuate. Officials are spraying areas of the capital with disinfectant to slow the spread of waterborne diseases in the toxic soup of floodwaters. And the rain is not over yet. Finally, heads up for consumers. Oil industry experts are warning that President Trump's assassination of Iran's top general could roil global oil markets, and it's already goosed crude oil prices a bit. Iran has pledged retaliation, raising fears that it might attempt disruptive actions targeting oil production in Iraq or Saudi Arabia, or targeting the strategically important Strait of Hormuz in the Persian Gulf, a choke point through which 20% of global oil is shipped. The world currently has an oversupply of oil, and it's early yet in the conflict, but previous oil price spikes have helped tip the U.S. economy into recession. You know who's not worried about the spike in the price of oil? Who? Oh, Tesla owners, hybrid car owners. You know, buy yourself an electric car, you don't have to worry about this madness, sort of. 
For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. And don't forget, the Green News Report is 100% listener-supported. Thanks to you, we're on your public airwaves. Please stop by bradblog.com slash donate to help keep us going. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Happy New Year. Electric car on road so dark to change the end, rewrite the start. Electric car so good so far. Electric car on your independence and reject corporate media. This is Indie Media Weekly, your number one source for independent media. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Our army manned the air. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Oh, I'm sorry. I just spoiled Trump's strategy in the Middle East. Uh, anyway, welcome back uh, to Turn Up the Night, the Tuesday edition. Uh, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble of Swamp. Hello. Hi. I just want to say, um, I voted for Hillary Clinton. As did I. And uh, I wish more people did. I'm sorry to do this to the show tonight. As but do I. I really, really wish a lot more people voted for her because we would not be in this place tonight. Absolutely. If she was, if she was president. Absolutely. And um, I will uh, give you an amen for that. So. Amen. And uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Speaking of electric, I think this uh, World War Three scenario, and after listening to the Green News Report, Susan and I have been looking at the Tesla truck. Mm-hmm. We, we might just go ahead and buy one. Really? Seriously. Is that, is that true? Yeah. It's not that expensive for a vehicle. It's not that expensive. Um, and we, it, Susan likes the way it looks. Uh, it, it can haul a camper if we want to, and it also converts the back end of it converts into a camper if you buy the right, uh, stuff for it. So this could be all the reason for us to buy a Tesla truck in 2020. We haven't, I haven't talked about this all right. at all, but we've kind of been obsessing about the Tesla truck. Oh, so, well, I have to be honest that Barb's been after a Tesla, the regular car. Yeah. I've been resisting, but. Uh, well, I don't you know, know. I'm the I'm way ga- gas prices have been horrible under Trump. I mean, gas prices were like, it, it was like two bucks a gallon for most of Obama's uh, uh, tenure. You know? Mm-hmm. Didn't Tesla, didn't that truck have like a big bang in the glass? 
The window? No, that was a different. That was a different. No. Uh, oh, that was. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, they were like throwing a sledgehammer at it and it broke it or oh, something like okay. that. Okay. All right. I'm, it was an honest so, question. I mean, the Tesla truck starts at, at 39900 That's not that bad. How much I mean, again? Thirty-nine thousand nine hundred. Thirty-nine nine. No, no, no. Uh oh, what? That's that's not bad. That's not bad at all, considering how much you have to spend on gas in a year. You know. Oh. So, uh, but it well, uh, it won't be coming out until late twenty twenty one. So. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll get so the most. So you're not we- getting it in twenty twenty. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought it was. I thought it was coming out next year, but never mind. But yeah, it's. Uh, it says uh, the three versions are 250 miles, 300 miles, and 500 mile range. So, so. here, can I ask an honest question? Are you ready for the back order? Because uh, that has been a problem with Tesla. Hmm. I guess we'd have to be. I don't know. So okay. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, it's time for name calling. Uh, and Joe, uh, you're our guy Tuesday, and you're off on Friday because something very special's happening. You can, yeah, you can it's talk Barbara's about birthday. Yeah, so we'll 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 throw her uh, some Boehner action uh, after uh, name okay. calling. So, and I All think right. didn't we have another birthday too? Um, I thought there was somebody Chat else's. Room? Chat room, let us know. So let us get to name calling. Um, uh, Do you want to give a war crime to every person in the chat? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, I'll give a cultural site to hit. Oh, a cultural. Okay, yeah. yeah. Give give everyone a cultural site they have to protect. Damn it. This is going to break my heart every time. Give them a cultural site they have to protect. I'll, I'll, I'll try and help out, too, if you need me to. Rain will help, too. So, uh, but all right, Joe, and we'll, we'll go, we'll go, uh, alphabetical. We'll go Joe, Joe Ken rain on, uh, what, what cultural site you have to protect. So, uh, here we go. Go to Scranton with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to take your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? No. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. All right, straight to the biscuits. We have Bobber. Now, now, given who Bobber is married... Well, no, let me... me, Okay, Bobber. What? I'm going to give you the... uh, Never mind. I'm saving something for you, special rain. Um, (laughs) Oh. Bobber, I want you to... I would like you to protect Bush Gardens. Hello, Bob. <laughs> Bush Gardens. Well. <laughs> All right. That's okay. Delightful. Fran- Francie, uh, Queen oh, well, of the Heads. Well, Fran. What, what, oh well. What cultural? Uh, 
Huh? Uh, oh, for Francie? Uh, Machu Picchu in Peru. Oh, I was I was gonna give. Oh, okay. I, I Adam, Adam, we missed Adam. We well, Rain. Oh, give that. Give Adam to Rain. Oh, confusing. What is happening? Okay, okay, Rain. Give Adam a cultural site, a world cultural site to. Uh, um, I got to give him one. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're oh. all. All right. I want to go with. I want to go with. Um, Greece. Greece, the Parthenon. The Parthenon. Okay. All right, Adam, you protect the Parthenon. Don't bomb it. Bobber gets Bush Garden. <laughs> Does he Damn. Bush Garden? Yes. It's a cultural site. What did we give Francis? There's no more Bush Garden. I gave her Machu Picchu. Oh, Machu Picchu. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, they, they keep popping in here. Now there's Dana Bird. Okay. Um, Hi, Dana. Okay, I'm going to give her what I was going to give Francie because Francie's the queen of heads. I'll give them today the 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 most the biggest heads in America. Uh, I, Mount, I'm going to give Mount them, Rushmore. Um, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yes. Okay. So she can protect Mount Rushmore. Yes. All right. Which, by the way, they they, they featured on uh, the Man in the High Castle. Oh. So okay. As being okay. Oh my God. Heather. Heather. Oh, Heather. Uh, I'm going to give Heather um, well, the Roman Colosseum. How about that? Ah. Oh, I should have given that to you, Joe, since you're um, a thousand. Oh, there's lots of Roman shit. Oh, uh, you get the whole. Well, I'll give you the whole Vatican then. So. Yeah, you give me the Vatican. <laughs> and you'll be like, burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, go oh, ahead. No, go ahead. Too much, too much good art there. I would yeah. never do that. All right. Um, all right, cat. So, Rain, you give cat a, a, a monument oh, she needs to protect. I gotta give cat. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm, I'm so I'd give confused. Her a hockey arena. <laughs> that is not a cultural site, Joe. I hey, for some cat likes hockey. Make cat it a, make it a good so one. Do we. Make um, it a good hockey arena. Stadium to me is All a cultural. All right, you know what? I'm All just right. going to, uh, if it's going to be cultural and she likes hockey, I'm just going to give her all of Montreal. Okay. There you go. Okay. I don't think she's a Montreal fan, but whatever. No, she's not. See what I did there? Oh. Well. Kenny Pick, because of your love of fire pits. I'm going to give you the La Brea fuck top pits. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Thank you. I will say, oh boy, this is a good one for, oh wow, Ken Sr. then has to be next. Yes. This is you. This is you. Go I got to make this good. Um, yeah. Sorry, man. Pat, by the way. Man, I got I, I got to think about this. I, I, you know, because it's got to be Southern for Dad. Maybe, um, well, yeah, because, you know, he was born in Kentucky, so he might have been born in Ohio, but I, I don't know. I think he was born in Kentucky. Um, okay, well, then give him something racist. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I, you know what? I know something Dad likes. And, and Tell me if this is all right, Dad. I'll give Dad Hawking Hills. So that's in southern Ohio. But Oh, okay. He might like that. That sounds, yeah, Hocking Hills. I don't know what that is, but I'll go with that. Hocking Hills. <laughs> okay, 
Living on Long Island. Oh, <laughs> I'll give you Statue Liberty. Statue. <laughs> <laughs> Statue of Liberty. Liberté. Yeah, the Polish, the Pol- the, isn't that the thing the Polish people gave us? Oh, oh no, that gosh. was the French. <laughs> Statue uh, of Liberty. The Statue the of Liberty. Uh, the French. Um, oh, Dad was born Statue in Ohio. I screwed up. Sorry, I thought he was born in Kentucky. So. Well, give him something like Canton. Well, I gave him Hawking Hill. Hawking. I gave him Hawking Hills, Ohio. I know he likes Hawking Hills. It's beautiful Canton. down there. Give him all of Canton. But of he doesn't want Canton. Canton. He so doesn't want Canton. Canton. He doesn't want Canton. I can tell you right now. I know okay, my dad. He doesn't want Canton. What's wrong he doesn't, with Canton? He doesn't want Akron. Okay. I sure he doesn't want Cincinnati. That's for sure. Hawking Hill. Oh no! Hell no! I want Cincinnati. I think so. I think Dad would like to protect Hawking Hills. It's beautiful down there. We spent a lot of time in Hawking Hills. Hawking Hills, whatever Hawking Hills is. You gotta, Dad. You gotta bail me out on this. Is Hawking Hills satisfactory? Let Joe know because he's really beating me up over this decision. Is it Hawking Hills or Canton? What's wrong with Canton? Nothing. The football well, hall of fame is there. No, woo, big fucking orange juicer. Sports. <laughs> he loves the Hocking Hills, so we, we have a confirmation. All right, Dad said he loves Hocking Hills, so we Hocking have a winner. Hills it is. Okay, we have a winner. Okay, it's me. So, all right. uh, oh, you? One of you guys. Yeah, well, I, I was going to give you oh. all of the Vatican if you wanted that. I was going to give him the Vatican and also all of the pizza pies. Yeah, uh, or or maybe all the of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. What or or Pizza. whatever whatever soundstage they filmed parts of the Godfather on. I'll give you that too. I I say let's give him Sicily. Oh please, what? Sicilian? I am not. He's not Sicilian. Oh, part of it. I knew that. Do I, do I offend you, sir? That is a nerve. Yes, <laughs> Sicilians are not part of Italy. They're another species okay well i grew up amongst sicilians the best anyway. wait so what you reject your own people no no i wasn't sicilian <laughs> my people were from a place called me that's a spicy meatball <laughs> my grandfather was from a little city called tolova right, and my so other so you'd be okay with the vatican yeah, I'm okay with the Vatican. I gave um, him the whole Vatican. I gave him all of it. Yeah, all of the right. Vatican and its he gold. He rejects Sicily, so let's now move on. And that's Wonder We have Michelle in <laughs> South Florida. Now let's see what's in South Florida we could give her to protect. Oh, the Everglades. I got some. No, I got something. It's not South Florida, but can we give her um, the city of Saint Augustine? Yeah. What? St. Augustine is a beautiful city and it is a cultural icon. I think okay. we should give Miles um, Sanibel Island because that is like <gasps> heaven. Okay. I okay. agree. I love Sanibel Island. Oh got my it. god. Sweet. I got to give Trojan, no matter what, I got to give Tro- Trojan Rabbit his. Oh, yeah. 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 You get so. Trojan Rabbit. Uh, but I want to point out the cat correctly point out that God put Sicilians on an island 
all by themselves. <laughs> there's a reason for that. Oh, okay. That, and <laughs> there's, and there's, that's one to grow on. If ever I was to believe in a god, that would be the reason. Okay. Okay. Uh, I love President. Sanibel Island, by the way. I do. I love President. it. All right, President, President. You, Rain, you should give President something. Okay, go ahead, oh my gosh, President! President gets um, the Oregon Trail. Oh, that's very oh. nice. All right, I'm going to give Rain. M- Michelle says Sanibel sucks. So, all right. Uh-huh. No, it all right. Suck. You're uh, Michelle. Gosh. I'm going to I'm going to give you Grandpa's Cheese Barn in uh, in Ohio. Then that's what you get. I'm going to take. I might have to take her to Sanibel with us. <laughs> And all of our flasks and all of our little secret beverages. Anyway. I love Sanibel. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, on to Rain, and in oh. in light of your stature as an artist, you're going to protect the Louvre. Oh. <gasps> oh. Oh. That's so awesome. Yes. The Louvre with that nice I... glass, you know. Yes. yes, it's got it's got I don't, the glass thing that the glass that, thing. Yeah, I would and, protect and the, all the Louvre. I, I'm the Louvre, the I, Louvre you know itself. what? We we already put you in charge of Notre Dame, and look what happened. God damn it! No, you no, didn't. no. Did you? You <laughs> Not the <laughs> I I vote we put Rain in charge of one of those French meat vending machines and be done with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do both? Uh, I think you can handle both. You could have the Louvre and the French meat vending machines. Oh, and the French yeah. ur- and the French urinals too. You oh, oh yeah, the on street urinals. Yeah, on street urinals. Those, yeah, you got to. Those, those gotta actually sure self clean. They actually self clean. No, protect. I think. Not, I think, cat. Uh, I think Grandpa's cheese barn was rebuilt. All right, I'm in charge of the there's, meat vending machines and the yeah. Louvre. I. You yes. so inspired. And and the urinals. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, Kiss by the way, Ken. Kiss, kiss okay. There is money in the cheese. There's money in Grandpa's cheese bar. There's money in Gra- <laughs> yeah, there's always money in the banana stand. There's as always well. money in Grandpa's cheese yeah. bar. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm having too much All fun right. on Michelle has place. a deep, deep, deep seated hatred of Sanibel. No, I'm so, so I could tell. It's okay. It comes it's all right. Through. It, it comes right through the chat, especially when she says, I cannot stand Santa Bell. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's vibrating. Okay, Theo J. Let's see oh. I'm give Theo. Theo. Oh, we should give him the face on Mars to protect. Okay. Is that a cultural site? Sidonia. Sidonia. Okay. I think that's okay. what it's called, Sidonia. I feel like we really should worry Sidonia. about what's happening on the planet Earth. Do you want well, to reconsider? I I kind of do. I'm all for I'm all for space. I'm all no, for fr- I'm all Ken for freedom. Just showed me. Wait yeah. a minute. He showed me a picture of. Oh, nice. Yeah. I see why he wants to. Yeah. He showed me Ash Cave and Hacking Hills. Yeah. Now that's a reason. That's beautiful. I told that's you. What, I told you. Yes. I didn't know. I told you. I, didn't I know like my dad. Jesus, I, God, Joe. Nor rent. You, you don't I even know your brother. Rent. You know you don't what, even guys? Know your big All brother? Of these places are the places that we need to protect, either yeah. for America or yeah. 
across the country. Well, in that case, somebody right. should have given me Damn the it. Archibald. Iran can come after Hawking Hills. Around the globe. <laughs> come after Locally, we have the Archibald Pothole, the only glacial pothole in America. Oh, well, it's, you can have that, too. Yeah. All right, who's Tim next? Cor- uh, Tim, Tim Coromal. I will Tim Coromal. Because he is so enthused about his new home. Aww. Which is yeah. like his... It's just like his Taj Mahal. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <gasps> the Taj Mahal. Yes. No, the the the, the camel uh, the camel right next to the oh, Taj Mahal. Okay. Oh dear. You no, know the what? Taj Mahal. You know what? Since he's moving to Pittsburgh and whatnot, I would have given him Three Rivers Stadium if they hadn't have bulldozed it. Oh please! I want to. I want to give Tim Coromal uh, his very own pants and hat to protect. Oh, I told you, you're bringing me back to my work days. Oh my god! Yeah. Don't do that. Oh. Hey guys, is it okay if I take Sanibel Island away from Michelle? Yeah, it's been taken away. I gave her that she uh, might really love. I did yes. give her Grandpa's cheese barn, but she probably doesn't want <laughs> yeah. that either. Honey and Grandpa. I, I want to give. I want to give Michelle in South Florida the Finger Lakes. That's not bad. Y'all can look it up. The Finger yeah. Lakes are lovely, beautiful. They're quantifiable and refreshing. And oh, there it is. Timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? Oh. No. No, I don't. So <laughs> no, or it's, no. I mean, All right. I would I would drag Michelle and Miles up there with us. Yeah, we'd have a good time. And, All right, and they are they are cultural. All right, we're at the top of the hour, and we still got at least one birthday yeah, to, to hand out. So yeah, we, uh, we have Trojan Rabbit. Trojan Rabbit. All right, Trojan Rabbit. You know what cultural monument you need to protect, my friend? Stonehenge. That's right. <laughs> Stonehenge, my friend, uh, where the banshees live and they do live well. Um, so, all right. Uh, Michelle likes the finger likes. That's good. All right. So no other birthdays that I know of. What Joe. woman does not like finger lakes? Think about that. Well, I've thought about that before we ever had this show. Finger lakes. All of Oh, oh that would be Seneca. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Is there a man in the boat in the Finger Lakes, by chance? <laughs> Just carry asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. I shouldn't talk to my sister that way. And finally, Will from Chicago. Um, I'm going to give him um, the Chicago... White Sox. The Chicago, just, the, just the it's team. Cultural icon. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't that Wrigley? Isn't that Wrigley Field? Wrigley Wrigley Field. Yes, is is a is a is an icon in baseball. Wrigley oh. Field. And here's here's some sports news. Sports. August thirteenth. Here we go. <laughs> wait, wait, wait till I tell you. August thirteenth. The New York Yankees. We'll play a special game against the White Sox <gasps> in the Field of Dreams. Oh. 
Will they, Joe, can I ask, can I ask a quick question? Will they, will they appropriately use, um, they're not going to cheat, but they're like. They're not going to do what the Chicago Black Sox did, no. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about <laughs> the signs, you know, the Houston Astros and the Red Sox. You heard about that, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no. This is this is actually they're gonna they're gonna go to the site where Kevin Costner shot the Field of Dreams. Oh, nice. And they're gonna play a baseball game, the White Sox, who were the center of that movie, against the Yankees on August thirteenth. That that sounds fun. It is fun, Ken. (laughs) Yes. Okay, we get it. Just do the birthdays and let's get out of here. Well, Joe, set up the birthday. This is very special. Well, birthday, you, yes, okay, you need to do this. Birthday, well, I don't know. Anybody else with a birthday in the Nobody chat? else. Nobody else. Nobody else. Well, then the only person with a birthday is this Friday, my bride. So birthday, we need a banner birthday for Barbara. All right, Barb, we all love you. Happy birthday. We hope you have a great time with uh, this wacky nerd on Friday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. For coming to my birthday! And why not? Just for fun. Um. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Barb. And Joe, of course, you'll be off on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Adam's going to join. I, I think Miles and Michelle will be joining us as well. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I need to double check with them. But we're going to do the New Year's resolution show where everybody, I made everybody make a resolution to make a list for me to read on the air. Or they'll read it themselves. Some people can. Some people can't. Uh, but I'll be probably setting up the reverse call-in times with everybody tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow night, something like that. Between tomorrow and Thursday, I'll, I'll see who can and can't um, join us on air. But in, And apparently, um, Theo said, So, Kenny banishes me to to Sidonia on Mars. Harumph. He's like, there's no face there. In fact, it was an illusion created by early low-resolution footage from uh, Mars orbit. All right, Theo, you can have... <laughs> Um, the uh, you can have the uh, Mount Himalaya. No, I think there's got to be something. You know what? I'll I'll give Theo so he can have some friends and have some company. The he can have the terracotta army in China. How about that? <gasps> oh, nice, you nice. You can Love give them all race. names. You can give them all names too. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, don't expect us like to do name that. calling for that show, though. So anyway, uh, all right, we gotta go to the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, I have some um, some oddball news. One very cool story out of 
uh, I don't know, some city that has powered by lightning or something. I don't remember what it is. We'll figure it out when we come back. Uh, but yeah, so hang tight. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with anything. Something is going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Stonehenge, where the demons dwell. another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night for January 7th, 2020 on Indie Media Weekly, Radio for Humans. And, of course, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Psy Guy's like, why are we on break at 8 after? Well, it's like 11 after now. Uh, but because we had too much fun. That's what we had. So, you know, and fortunately, because we don't have to adhere to strict rules of time and whatnot, we just said you know whatever and of course uh Stonehenge, the yeah and <laughs> <laughs> welcome back joe santors of scranton pennsylvania the electric city i have a question for rain what, what kind of chips oh they were lidl salt and vinegar oh Oh, they weren't gentle lovers, though. No, Net- not oh, gentle well. lovers. Did you yeah. hear me chewing them? Do you think they were gentle? I, Do you, you think know I what? am a gentle lover? I was I was on walking them. out of the room, and the headphones were hanging on my hook here, and I heard them. So, uh, <laughs> rain from... There's nothing gentle about it. <laughs> savage. Sorry. And, of course, rain from Four Sorry. Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. And I hope your chips were delicious. And they are I delicious. Hope, I hope your chips were as delicious as this clip that Joe shared with us today from Newswatch 15. <gasps> Stacy Lang 16. reports. Huh? Newswatch 16. 16. 16. Newswatch 16. Stacy Lang reporting. WNET. Northeastern Pennsylvania's <laughs> source for news. All right. Scranton. We got, we got Scranton, two locals. Pennsylvania. We, we got two local news stories for you. The first one comes to you from Scranton, Pennsylvania, courtesy of Joe. Listen to this. History in the Electric City this afternoon. Scranton swore in its first female mayor. Mayor Paige Cognetti won a special election after the resignation of the city's former mayor amid a public I corruption met. scandal. I Newswatch 16, Stacy Lang, live from Scranton City Hall. Stacy. 
Yeah, good evening, Scott and Charla. A lot has changed politically in the city of Scranton since just July. That's when former Mayor Bill Courtright pled guilty to public corruption charges. We've now had two mayors since then, including the first female at the helm. There were hundreds of people here at City Hall this afternoon to witness that historic moment. With an oath of office unlike any other in Scranton's 130-year history, Paige Cognetti became the Electric City's first female mayor. Earlier in the day, a new city council was formed, swearing in two new members, including the city's first openly gay elected official, Jessica Rothschild. It kind of leaves me speechless. It really is, the, I think, the start of something big. I think we can really turn things around here in Scranton. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to all the work that we can get done together. The women that are in these leadership roles are deserving of them and have the experience to back up their candidacies and I think then their leadership moving forward. So I'm honored to be a part of it. Mayor Cognetti's inauguration comes just a few weeks after the birth of her first child, a baby girl. It also comes only six months after political scandal in the city. Many saw Cognetti's election as a swing away from the political establishment in Scranton. Cognetti is not a native of the city and comes to the mayor's office after a brief stint on the school board and in state government. At the end of the ceremony, the city's temporary mayor for the past six months, Moyne Evans, handed Mayor Cognetti the keys to City Hall. She says she'll be back first thing in the morning. Actually, tomorrow is kind of my comfort zone. Tomorrow is, you know, being in a government building with a schedule and an office and staff and starting to schedule meetings and meet with the team. Go, I'm excited to go to the team in City Hall, go out to the firehouses, go out to the roll calls, um, the police department and start to meet everyone. I've been really eager to, to meet folks and get to know them. Now, during her inaugural address this afternoon, Mayor Cognetti mentioned one of the very first things she plans to tackle in her administration. She announced that the city has been awarded a $100,000 state grant to upgrade security and technology throughout city buildings. Stacy Lang, Newswatch 16, reporting live in Scranton. And, uh, oh, wait, wait here. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. Congrats, Joe. And the rest of yes, your brethren and sisterhood over there in Scranton. Very proud of Scranton. Although I did not, I do not live in Scranton. Um, I uh, went to school there. I went to high school there. I went to college there, and um, spent a lot of time there. Right around the corner. <laughs> Still from spend you. a lot of time there. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a suburb, but um, yes, very proud of Scranton, and. Uh, First female, uh, a mayor, um, first openly gay councilwoman, uh, very proud. Very proud. We're making progress. And uh, we're also attracting uh, young people back into the area. Oh, good. You know, um, so, you know, that's that, that's good. Paige is from uh, Washington State, actually, and she was a former official in the Obama administration. I believe oh. she worked in the Treasury Department, so. Well, so, uh, she and she worked for she was an Obama official in his campaign. So, um, yeah. And good for her, because, I mean, she literally just gave birth a few weeks ago. So, oh, yeah. 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 Late December. Late December. Yes. So, and um, yes. And 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 she's going to be way better than the mayor before her, where he they f- went into his house and found piles of cash in his suspended ceiling yeah. that felt 
<laughs> well, I want to say, I, I want to say, pay, pay, you know, Mayor Cognetti. Okay, yeah, sure. You just gave birth, and you know now you're, you know, now you got sworn in as mayor of Scranton and everything. But to be fair, Donald Trump has been pregnant with a big hamburger <laughs> for 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 like a decade, and Actually, you know, had a bigger gut. She did at her height of pregnancy. <laughs> Believe me, that I'm not having a hard time believing that. <laughs> yep. But isn't it isn't it fair to say at this point that Democrats actually call their own out when they're corrupt? Oh yeah, constantly. It's been going. I mean, seriously. What about? Um, oh, let's see. I mean, you know, just in. Uh, uh, Anthony Weiner, arguably yeah. Anthony Weiner, what was he was a creep and he was a scumbag, but there was no actual claims of him putting his hands on anybody. No, but but the party basically said you need to resign. GTFO. Yeah. And Get I have to say, I, out. prior to knowing all his sordid history. <laughs> You know, I was a big fan of his. I, I was, a, he, yeah. You know, I, I thought, why? Wow, when, when he used to give those speeches on the on the floor of the house, I mean, I thought, wow, this guy's great. He used yeah. to really eat, and then, you know, turned out to be a jerk. Yeah, I mean, but, I, you know, a jerk's bring, a jerk. You I know, bring this. Mm -hmm. I bring this up because there are a whole bunch of people out there who are saying, <clears throat> you know, trying to pull this bullshit straw man argument of, oh. So, you know, Trump killed this guy, and what about you when Obama killed that dude? And I feel like, no, we followed the rules. Mm -hmm. And when we have bad Democrats, we do call them out. We call them out, and quite honestly, even if it's to our detriment, we get rid of them. I was never lockstep with Obama either. N none of us no, were. I, I know no. you weren't. No. I would, but, you I know, lost a lot of, a lot of, I lost a lot of Twitter followers way back when. I would think it was it may have been two thousand nine or ten. Mm -hmm. When was it? When when we had our second uh, s troop surge under Obama? Yeah, I was not happy about that. I was I was livid. Uh, yeah, okay? I, I, was I was too. I was livid, and I was livid on Twitter, and I had a lot of Twitter followers who were, you know. Like I, I mean, I was for Obama. I, I supported Obama. I voted for him twice. But mm -hmm. again, that move lit my, lit my fuse. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that we do call each other out. We Al call Franken. Out. We call Al them Franken. Out and and go ahead. I'm Pre sorry. President Al Franken. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Don't get me going on that. Right? Well, uh, uh, let's let's just say you, Democrats. You know how I Democrat. Feel about that one. All I'm saying is Democrats as a whole, we purged and got rid of Al Franken. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We didn't all can. necessarily agree. I didn't. I didn't agree. I'm still a Democrat. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there there is no lockstep with Democrats. I mean, you know, the the no. phrase "herding cats." Yeah. But there's yeah, one thing, the there's one funny. thing, the overall, overall opinion from Democrats is if you're a criminal piece of shit or a creepy piece of shit, 
or sleazy piece of shit, you're out. We have morals. Yeah. We and, have morals. Uh, in the age of I mean, Trump I, and I the GOP, like, I feel like, you no know, go. In, in the Democratic Party, we have morals, um, and we can disagree on certain things the way I do disagree about Al Franken. Yeah. But, um, and I don't want to use Al as the point, but we disagree as opposed to that party over there on the other side of the aisle. Mm-hmm. The Trump party. Yeah, it has become the Trump party. Uh, it really so, has. Well, uh, let's, let, you know, and, and, and thank you. Good segue, actually, because the next local story we have is, uh, holy shit, the Trump cultists are losing their fucking minds. And this is a story from KUSA Channel 9, NBC, out of Denver. And apparently a QAnon mom plotted to kidnap her son after he was removed from her household by Child Protective Services. And she And she had backing of a whole bunch of far-right QAnon conspiracy theory websites that were hosting her before, well... Well, you'll find out what happened. And it's just tearing my son apart and hurting my family immensely. After Cynthia Absug's son was taken by Child Protective Services in May, she began to amass as much attention as possible, mainly on right-wing video blogs claiming CPS kidnapped her young son. I don't think the caseworker genuinely had concerns. I think that she had a quota. She says her son has epilepsy. In one YouTube interview, she shared what she claims is the order of removal document, which shows the state was concerned that she was lying about his condition. She, at one point, had a GoFundMe page to raise money for medical expenses. In the interview, she also raised concerns that her son could have been sexually assaulted in foster care. That insinuation promotes a popular QAnon conspiracy that CPS is a pipeline for pedophiles that are running a deep state to work against President Trump. And she asked the followers of these far right-wing shows she speaks on for suggestions on getting her son back. They're not going to keep my son, Jim, over my dead body. That's how I feel. According to an arrest affidavit, Parker police spoke with Absug's teenage daughter, who told them there were lots of weapons in their home and that her mom was planning a, quote, raid to, quote, kidnap her own son. The girl also told police that a member of QAnon, only described as Ryan, had recently moved into the home to provide protection and that he was a sniper. Police said in the affidavit that they couldn't figure out exactly who he was. All of this led to Absug's arrest by police in Montana last week. She's now out on bond and has been silent except for a tweet saying, Still fighting for my children. Need prayers. I am not giving up. Oh. Wow. What? So. Okay. Well. I don't have much to say about this except that most people who become foster parents have to like pass a pretty rigorous, you know, process. Well, it's not that that doesn't happen, but this idea that it's all a conspiracy by Democrats to, to have a, uh, I don't know what, the, what QAnon's uh, uh, and the right-wing obscenity with pedophile rings. There must be a lot of projection there. Oh, I, so I much projection. They're all, <laughs> well, that, that goes to the Glenn Greenwald thing. We'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, but, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, that they're, they're cons. They've got pedophilia and and bestiality on the brain. Uh, I, I on the that. in the right wing. 
of all the of all the 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 rings and conspiracies that you could accuse your enemy of doing, why that? Here's the thing. I, that's weird. Here's that's the thing really that I find really messed creepy. up because I sort of find that when you get to on the state level or the county level or whatever level, if a child needs to be removed from a household, it's for the child's well-being. It's not like, you know, states and counties and, and you know, and, and local governments are like, we're going to take this kid away. Mm-hmm. It's because the parents are really kind of not taking care of the kids. And maybe and they maybe they're a little mentally ill and might believe this QAnon conspiracy theory stuff. And maybe well, it's not maybe thing, it's Kevin. not the first conspiracy. Well, and she was lying about the kid's medical condition and trying to fundraise from it. I don't I don't think that when when governments um, when I say governments, I, I think I'm just I just want to say like counties. local government. When, yeah. Stuff like that. When they come in and take kids away from parents, they don't take them away because of conspiracy theories or what the parents are thinking it's usually because of the well-being the physical well-being of the children well uh, uh, no 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 it it could also be the parents mental well-being if they're capable of taking care of them and if somebody is likely to believe a QAnon conspiracy theory likely they are very detached from reality and this is not the first kind of alternate dimension kind of thing they're trying to to live by i mean okay. it, it it could be they don't want to send them to public school because they think that their child's going to be you know assaulted or or you know okay, you know that's fair that yeah okay i mean mental you know yeah the 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 mental well-being of an adult absolutely would play into and and joe you might know about this a little bit too you you probably worked with a few closely with uh some agencies that um had children removed from the home Uh, yeah i was gonna bring that up uh first of all i worked with some of these caseworkers they don't and let me debunk that little thing she said they don't have quotas yeah believe me they don't go around trying to trying to find people to to say I have to get ten kids removed this this month. I mean that's ridiculous. That's absurd. Well, that Comet totally Comet Pizza's basement absurd. isn't going to fill itself. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. We we I've had many cases where you know I worked uh, when we went to call centers and I was heading the call center locally. Uh, a lot of times if a child called and said, I'm here all alone, <laughs> you know, and I don't Aww. know where my parents are, you know, yeah, we worked with caseworkers all the time. And that happened a lot. You'd be surprised how many times the unemployment office would get a call and say, you know, my name is blah, 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 and i here all alone, and I don't know where my mother and father are. So, you know, yeah, we used to get, keep them on the phone. We used to call caseworkers. We used to try to, you know, get where they are and, and, and uh, get them safe. I mean, but in a case like that, uh, I, I mean, I remember being involved with a case like that where the guy went for cigarettes and left his two-year-old alone or four-year-old mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, group of kids. And, and uh, you know, we had to send the police there. Uh you know, and and the county to to investigate. You can't just ignore that stuff. 
I mean, these things happen. And they believe me, it's hard. It is hard to remove a child from a home. Oh, yeah. So it this, is not easy to do. This woman is basically do. saying that everybody is acting against her. Yeah. But you don't just fill quotas. You don't just go in and say, you, 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 I want your kids. Let's go. Right. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. And there's there, there are courts involved, okay? And courts have to approve these things, okay? So, I mean, right. these things just don't happen. Uh, so, anyway. And and like I said, I worked closely with the Department of Public Welfare. We, we always did. I mean, we worked hand in hand. And and I, I can tell you, there's no such thing as a goddamn quota. <laughs> I think I think the thing when we when we talk about situations like this, <clears throat> and when I say situations like this, it could be this situation, or it could be. You know, uh, uh, you know, somebody who's in jail situation. You always find these people who decide to go on the crazy, like outer fringe of suddenly they're the victims, like the way out there. I don't want to say left or right wing, but it's just way out there where I feel like, you know, we have something in the middle called normalcy. Yeah, and. And maybe if you don't fit into that kind of, and when I say normalcy, I'm talking about like there's there's like a window, a window of what mm-hmm. normalcy is. If if you don't feel like you're fitting there, and you have to go and start a, and I'm speaking directly to this story, you have to start a, uh, you know, a, a GoFundMe. Something's wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this is... Um, I know it took me a long way to get to that point, but something's wrong. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, and, and again, pe- children can be removed from a home if somebody's like, a, you know, a paranoid schizophrenic or something like that, and they're, they're not willing to seek medical attention to uh, act, uh, you know, in their child's best interest. You know, to get to get on the right medication or treatment or therapy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. woman definitely sounds uh, like somebody who is ignoring medical treatment or advice. So, I think right, it's fair to right. say advice. We can't we can't assume medical treatment. No, we're not doctors. No, I, and that's why I threw it all out there. It's like you know, from the outside looking in. There is some there's a there's a piece missing there for her to go to QAnon uh right wing video sites. And you know, and yeah. the people, you know, it, it, she was calling for a kidnapping and hired a sniper to live with or did or a, a QAnon, a pro QAnon sniper went to live with her because she was worried about people coming after her. You know? So uh, but anyway, anyway, so good news out of Scranton, bad news out of Denver. Um, <laughs> what a contrast yeah. in stories, huh? Uh, so thank you to our chatters for helping out with the Mad Libs. We're, uh, I've got two ma- Mad Libs here. Uh, I'm going to work on finishing filling them out, uh, on the break. So let's see. I think maybe we should have a nice song for the nice people from Bobber on the break 
Uh, I think wouldn't that be pleasant? It would. Let me see. What's a song a we haven't vibe. heard in a while? Uh, let's. I think this is the Beggars. Love is the fire. So we haven't heard that one in a while. Love is the fire. Ooh. It is the fire. Ooh. So, I like this song. Yeah, it's a good one. So uh, all Bobber's songs are great. So, um, and I'm a musician, and I'm saying that. So, wow. but anyway, because you know we're a bunch of nitpicky bastards, sons of sailor men. We are. We are. So we are, we sons are. of sailor men. Yeah, son of a sailor man. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna go ahead and go to the break. We got a couple Mad Libs coming up uh, right after this, and maybe a couple other things as well. I do have a uh, I I fucked with a scammer today on the phone. That was kind of fun. If you want to hear that, I'll tell you <laughs> real quick. So anyway, uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It is a metric scientific mathematical algorithm of tyranny. No shit. Every Tuesday and Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern at IndieMediaWeekly.com.
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio. Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, our host Adam Hebert will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hot gnibs. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C., and thank you, Scranton. Welcome back to the program. Oh, my God. Tro- Trojan Rabbit <laughs> says, Richard Spencer tweeted he deeply re- re- regrets voting for Trump. <laughs> oh, come. Did he really? Uh, I did not see that coming. <laughs> oh, Oh, what what's the matter, Rich? How old are you, Richard? Do you think you might have to go to war, Richard? What's wrong, buddy? Aww, is your is your little Nazi haircut gonna get messed up? Fuck. Was, was Fuck Trump all these not people. Nazi-ish enough? I'm so confused. Yeah, I mean, you know. I don't even fucking understand these people anymore, these Trump cultists and whatnot. All right. I anyway. I don't know if it's the same Richard Spencer Trojan Rabbit. Oh, it is. Richard Spencer with the Iranian flag? 
I don't know. Uh, Joe? (laughs) Sorry to take take time out. Richard Spencer. Richard B. Spencer, president of the National Policy Institute band in the UK. He tweeted out two hours ago, I deeply regret voting for and promoting Donald Trump in 2016. I don't know if it's the same guy. Oh, Oh, no, that's okay. That's all right. Well, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'd, I'd have to see the tweet. Share share the link for the tweet, and we'll I'll, I'll go tell you if it's the same Richard's. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, in Tucker Carlson, uh, living on Long Island, points out Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram, also Nazis. Uh, they 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 don't like this either. So, uh, but yeah, Richard Richard B. Spencer is uh, what Trojan Rabbit says. So, um. Let me see. Is this... Uh... Yeah, that's the same Richard Spencer. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> you know who made a Sean Hannity mistake? Remember Sean Hannity was going to be waterboarded? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Good times. Remember? Good times. Well, who recently said, if we go to war in Iran, I'll enlist within 10 days? Well, oh. the clock is ticking, Jacob Wall. Jacob Wall. Oh, the clock is ticking. He's not. He's tick, not. No, tack, he's, tick, he's not. tack, tick. He's Tick a little. He's, he's a coward with a tiny, tiny. If we penis. go to war with Iran, I will enlist within ten days. Immediately, Tick-tack. immediately, immediately. <laughs> so. Tick tack. Tick tack. He's a freaking little. He doesn't have a penis, by the way. Here's but. here's my prediction. You will not hear from Mr. Wall. <laughs> he will disappear from social media. For a no, long time. I don't think he will. I think he'll shut up for a few days. But I would like everybody on social media to be like, dude, here's here's how you sign up. I wonder I wonder if he, he'll have to sign up because if he properly registered as he should by law with the selective service, uh he'll be drafted. Yeah. Oh, oh. Holy underwear! So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, let me. Uh, so really, the Richard yeah. B. Spencer is the Richard. Yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. I looked at his picture okay. on on Twitter. That's him. Okay. So. Wow. Uh, you lost weight. Anyway, so you know what? They should all. They should all take the pledge. They should all take the pledge right now. For Trump in his war. Now raise your right hand for the pledge. Right. Now repeat after me. I. I. Your name. Your name. Schmucks. Pledge allegiance. Schmucks. Pledge allegiance. To Hedley Lamar. To Hedley Lamar. That's Hedley. Hedley. And to the evil. And to the evil for which he stands. For which he stands. Yeah. Now go to that voodoo that you do that so you well. <laughs> Richard P. Spencer.com does not function. Oh, well, it's probably good for your computer that it doesn't. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
You know, never know what kind of bugaboo is going to wriggle uh, its way into your computer. All right, real quick. Let me tell you the story about this scammer whose time I wasted today. It was very fun. So I got a scammer called me today and he said, uh, he's like, oh, hello, sir. This is your computer guy from Yahoo. Recently, your email has been infected and it's being used by the dark web to do, you know, whatever. I don't know what he said. And I was like, oh, no, you do. And I was like, oh, no, that's so terrible. What do I do? And I was like, thank you so much for calling. And, of course, I do this to scammers all the time uh, when they call me to waste as much time as I can so they don't, like, take advantage of senior citizens or whatever. So, um, and also, I I watched this guy, Kit Boga, uh, on YouTube, who has just is so good at scam baiting these people. And one of the big scams is they're like, oh, you don't have to pay us any money. You don't have to pay us any money. You don't have to pay us any money. But then when they get to the end, they're like, okay, what I need you to do is go to Target and buy a Google Play card for us for $500 or whatever. And so, and, and, and people fall for it all the time. So this guy, you know, he starts going, he's like, do this and do this and do this on your computer. And basically they have you do a little, you know, they're like, oh, look at all this, all these things, uh, you know, you, you, you type in a command prompt and it's like, look at all the services that have been stopped on your computer. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how are all those services stopped? Are hackers on my computer? And I just start totally egging this guy on <laughs> and, you know, cause you know, you, you have stopped processes on your computer constantly. I was like, are hackers stopping my processes? What's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There are hackers, and it's related to the dark web and your Yahoo email. I haven't used my Yahoo email account in about five years. And uh, so so he's like, okay, sir, now I need you to go to fixme.it was the website he told me to go to. And I'm like, okay, but before I do this, I know you said you're from Yahoo, but can you help me with Google problems too? He's like, yes, sir. I can definitely help with Google problems as well. (laughs) And I said, well, I have six nephews and I bought each one of them a $500 Google play for Christmas. And I haven't seen them yet. And I'm worried about these Google play cards because I don't know if the numbers actually work on them. Could you help me and let me know if I give you the numbers, if they'll, you know, if they're valid. Oh yes, absolutely. Sir. Just, I first, I just need you to go to the website. And I was like, Oh, can't you just connect to me with, you know, um, team viewer on my computer? No, 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 sir. Please. You need to go to, uh, you know, uh, fixme.it. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. So, so I'm like, give me a second. And I'm, then I'm just sitting, sitting there on my cell phone and I'm like moving things around on my desk. Like, <laughs> hold on. I'm, I'm getting there. So I'm just doing that shit, just picking things up and setting them back down. And then um, I said, okay, fixme.it. And then I start, you know, telling them I'm really concerned about these Google Play cards. I don't know if they're going to even know how to use them. You know, if you can show me, you know. And so then he's like, okay, go to fixme.it, sir. And I'm like, all right, all right. Man, my internet is taking forever. I don't know what's going on. I think, I think maybe I need to reset my router. And the guy, the guy then says to me, sir, are you wasting my time? And I said, 
No, of course not. Don't you want oh. that sweet, sweet Google Play money, little boy? <laughs> oh. And he hung up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wow. and these guys get so offended when you call them little boy. You know, because a lot of them are from, you know, like India and Pakistan and stuff like that. And apparently that's a big insult. If you call them little boy, because they they think they're big men for scamming like eighty year old little late eight eighty year old you know s- senior citizens whatever, and it's like you know what I'm gonna fuck with these people every chance I get, and I'm glad I wasted the guy's time. So anyway, that's my story from today. Um, keep you know, but hold on, hold on. Picking things up and setting them down. <laughs> uh, but all right, we got a couple Mad Libs. Let's go ahead and uh, end on a high note. I don't need a lot of words from you guys. Our chat room was pretty productive tonight. So here we go, Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go. Rain, I need an article of clothing, plural. Oh, uh, wings. Wings, all right. Mm-hmm. And Joe, I need a type mm-hmm. of metal. Mercury. All right, mercury it is. Mm-hmm. Don't get poisoned by it. Mm-hmm. I, I literally have either. two more words. So, <laughs> uh, rain. I'll give you the noun. Yeah. Oh God, it's so boring. A noun. Do you want the adjective instead? With... What? Do you want the adjective instead? Oh hell no! You know I don't. Yeah, that's why I gave you the noun. I know. I don't know call, it, bo- okay, don't call it boring. I would like to go with light bulb. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So you know what that means, Joe. Adjective city. Sorry, oh. Joe. An adjective. Um. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good one. Last word. You got to make it good. Oh, it has to be a good one. It has to be a good one. It does. It doesn't have to be that. Yes, it has to be it a good adjective. It, it could be adequate. It okay, be adequ- adequate. <laughs> I was just going to say, adequate is an adjective, Ren. <laughs> there you go. And I've already used good as an adjective. I've already used good as an adjective. So. Adequate. <laughs> All right, so let's start, we'll, we'll start with the, the second one first. We've got transport as our theme for tonight. Oh, okay. This is the uh, first one is the bobsledding glossary. This one comes to the book Francie gave me. This is uh, 50 years of Mad Libs. All right, the bobsledding glossary. The name bobsledding... Actually, I feel I feel compelled to play this. The name bobsledding Hello, Bob. comes from the early racers bobbing their 
Hold on. The name bobsledding comes from the early racers bobbing their phantasmagorias back and forth to gain the most good speed. <laughs> Here are some adequate phrases to provide a better understanding of this high-speed Armageddon. Wow, that sounds terrible. Already, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Bobsled. A large sled made up of two vaginas linked together. Oh. Mm. Oh, that there, sounds very sexy. There are mm. two sizes. A two-person <laughs> QAnon and a four-budgie smuggler sled. There we go. Uh, Breakman. Breakman. The last Comet Pizza to leap onto the hooker. Uh, he, she applies the craters to bring it to a stop. The brake man must have very strong feet. Feet was actually the word somebody gave us. Driver, the front escort in the bobsled responsible for cannibalizing. <laughs> That's it. The driver's normal goal is to maintain the straightest path down the track. Break push, down. push time. The amount of time required to fuck a mustache over the <laughs> over the over the first fifty fish of a run of Iran of Iran of a, yes. a run <laughs> and I ran. No, sorry. Um, w H abbreviation for Hey, what happened? <laughs> so, it literally is. That's what it says. It's the uh, the abbreviation for what happened. And uh, I can't find my... What, there. Hey, what happened? Yeah. Not White House. WH, abbreviation for what happened. Usually said when the light bulb crashes. There you go. So, all right. Here comes our, our other one. This is the deluxe one here. More transport, everybody. This is called the spaceship. Ooh. Well, sci-fi, space force approved. Uh, a spaceship is a vehicle used for annihilating people between Earth and the distant penises. Don't say penis in this house! A journey usually takes seven years and can cover 42 miles. <laughs> oh, oh. Wow. What is it? Anti-warp drive? <laughs> Seven years and can cover 42 miles. The passengers <laughs> have to enter a smelly a smelly capsule and will exist in a state of crooked animation. I think okay, that's yeah, going that's on right now. Second law of thermodynamics. Yeah, yeah. When the ship reaches its destination, they will hear a cult and wake up and put on their wings. <laughs> Are you muted, Rain? I am. I am. All right. And, um, it's probably for the best. She's eating chips. Oh, I was okay. Eating chips, and I was thinking about Peronis and. Uh, okay, understood. Uh, you don't want to hear the dark thoughts I've had tonight. Oh, I understand. Then they have to land their 54-ton Mercury vehicle in an insane atmosphere 
They do this by firing the retro subpoenas. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, then they test the atmosphere. Retro subpoena. We do actually. We we need retroactive subpoenas I, for sure. I almost said retro spaghetti. Oh, I had spaghetti and meat bulbs for uh, uh, dinner bulbs? tonight. Meat bulbs, buschetti and meat bulbs, <laughs> as the family circus says. Then they test the atmosphere on this chthonic planet to make sure it contains farts. And is no. not all and is not all methane. <sniffs> if it's okay, they get uh, then they get out of the ship very dreamily and piss on all the inhabitants. That's, that is that is that is what Trump would do with Space Force. Everyone, that was a very prescient Mad Lib. Prescient. Yeah. Oh, sorry, said it wrong. Yeah. W hey, what happened? WH, what happened? So I think it, there's a lot of farts. Probably. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and maybe some burps too. So anyway, alright, thank you everybody for the mad libs. Uh we're gonna do parting shots right now, but yeah. So uh, lots of, uh, uh, I'll give this quick update. Cat, thank you for posting this, uh, uh, three minutes ago. Well, it's more than three minutes ago now, but missiles hit areas of, and Cat posted this, missiles hit areas of Al-Assad base not populated by Americans. From CNN's Ryan Brown and Pamela Brown, uh, different brown spellings, no relation. The initial assessment is that the Iranian missiles struck areas of the Al-Assad base not populated by Americans, according to a U.S. Mil military official and a senior administration official. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Got a wheeze there from the phlegm. Uh, because, seriously, they said it was supposed to be a super cold and shitty wet winter. It's not. Um... Officials have said the U.S. is awaiting a daylight to get a full assessment on the result, results of the strike. Earlier, an Iraqi security source told CNN that there were casualties among the Iraqis at the base. So, anyway, thank you, Kat, for that. And, uh, all right, parting shots. Um, who wants to go first? Which one of you guys? Rain, do you want to go first? Joe, you want to go first? Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. I'll go first because um, there's at a certain point in, in, in our humanity we need to take a look at war versus war versus who when we are at war with whom so I just want everybody out there to go and, and Google um, Rick Steves Europe and okay. he has a really amazing episode about um, Iran yesterday and today that he put out, I think it was actually today, from when he went to Iran a couple of years ago. And then I would like for other people to go and take a look into Anthony Bourdain's um, episode when he went to Iran. Because these two people went to Iran and, you know, one did it from food you know, from a food-based sure, thing. Sure. And the other one went went from it from a, um, you know, travel-based 
thing. The problem is, is that <clears throat> for far too long here in this country, we have been told to view Iran as the enemy without looking at Iran as a bunch of people who don't want to have um, their political leadership telling them how they have to be. They're kind of they're kind of hostages. Oh, they're I kind agree. Of hostages. I agree so 100%. I, I want I want people to go look at Rick Steves and and you know Anthony Bourdain's they both went to Iran in the past, you know, I think it was in the last 10 years. Just take a look at it and remember that the people of Iran are human beings. They're human beings <clears throat> and um the way things are going right now, we haven't looked at them as human beings. But if you flip it around, there there are many countries right now that might be looking at you and me and all of us um, as victims of Trump's administration. Yeah. We're human beings, too. And right now, we're being... You know, we're being run by a dictator. Uh, I don't disagree at all. So, uh, I anything wish I could have said yeah. that more eloquently, but that's that's what I want to say. All right, Joe, what do you got? Well, I was just uh, remember we were talking about our top our top ten assignments. Oh yes, yes, and I I was. As I was browsing my old newspapers, uh, I came across some doozies. <laughs> some of them aren't so nice, but um, and you, you won't be here on Friday to share this for our New Year New Year's resolution lists com uh, commanded by Kenny Pick. I won't be here Friday, but I'll so. share my list on Tuesday. All right. Uh, how's that? Yeah, yeah. But, but you uh, got some teasers in in. I had some teasers. Like right. uh, one is an ad, and I shared it with you in the in the uh, chat. Oh, it you was most certainly from, did. Yes, and it, <laughs> it, it, it tied right in with <laughs> it tied right in with our Duluth trading underwear. Uh, Thompson's oh. patent cut pantaloons. 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 This is from May eighteenth, eighteen eighty seven. Uh, Scranton Times. <laughs> uh, yes, they're uh, patent-cut London trousers. London between, trousers. Yes, between four dollars to eight seventy-five. Oh, yes, that was a lot of money at the time. It was. It, it was. It was. It was. But it says they're not too long when walking, nor too short when sitting. <laughs> Oh, I see. And I they see. have some illustrations of of men. Well, not men. A lower torso, <laughs> without any anything else, in various positions. <laughs> um, one's on a saddle. One's in a chair. <laughs> some of them I don't even want. Some of them I don't want to even speculate what they're doing. <laughs> but they're very flexible. One's on a Sibian. Wait, no. <laughs> no, but they're very flexible. So uh, pantaloons were big in the uh, 1800s, apparently. Uh, and I just share them because I thought that was this probably what became Duluth Trading. 
It could be. Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, uh -huh. unless I missed out on like a charcoal filter uh, um, pouch that I needed for my underpants, they're not snake free. Oh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of charcoal, I ran across another very disturbing article from September fifteenth, eighteen ninety one. Oh, very disturbing indeed. I mean, really, I'm serious. It's disturbing. And uh, it's like the beginning of a horror show. And what I don't understand is, well, I'll, I'll read the, just the headline. I won't read the whole thing because it's too horrible. The headline was, Burned to a Crisp. Oh, oh okay. A four-year-old boy's frightful work with matches. Oh, God. Oh. Now, I'm. you have to wonder what happened to this four-year-old. And I've searched... As much as I could on old newspapers, I couldn't find out what happened to this kid. But he roasted his two-year-old brother to death. Oh, Joe. Yes. Joe. Yes, this was what? in 1891. Did he? Did, now, uh, hold on. Back it up a second. Did, did he, yeah. like, brine him, or was there a marinade or anything involved? Okay, Ken. Stuffing? Oh, Ken, Ken. No, this is horrible. Did he put some aromatics in the cavity? <clears throat> no, no. Listen, this is a horrible story. Penny. It happened just a town <laughs> over from me God, in 1891. <laughs> he builds fire in a cradle and roasts his two-year-old brother to death, a Hungarian mother's negligence. Oh, Hungarian. Then clearly in it included And some the horrible spices. result it caused at Winton. Winton is a section oh of a little God. town adjacent to mine. Ruined um, Christmas. Uh, th this was a what, what struck me about this story was that what this is just like the beginning of one of those '80s horror movies. Did he take you out the Did he take out the giblet pack? Jeez! Oh, God, don't <laughs> so do that. sorry. <laughs> give yourself a buzzer. This is my whole. Give yourself buzz yourself. A buzz. Just buzz. This is a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I'm it so sorry. doesn't matter. No, oh, the doesn't humanity. Matter. This, this, this. Okay, this happened, and and this woman went out and left the four-year-old in charge of a two-year-old, and he thought it would be a good idea to set the cradle on fire. He just wanted well, to keep them warm, probably. Yes. And they, the, the article goes on to say, might have been, might have been too, it might have been too much. Actually, I'm, I'm not even going to make a joke about this. I when everybody ran into the house, all the neighbors, and they put out the fire and the terrible thing they found. The little boy was sitting in his bedroom, laughing. Oh. And frant and and actually thrilled of all the attention and excitement he caused and he was <laughs> laughing his ass off my question is what happened to him like how do you grow up um, knowing you set your brother on fire um you sure that wasn't donald, donald trump's father no no i don't think you're not so. sure <clears throat> but it's one of the articles that's going to be in my top ten list. I'll tell you that, and uh, I'll read the full thing to you someday. It's horrible. I mean, and I this have is, to, my my this... whole question is: What happens? The four year old is a psychopath. I mean, who would do that? I don't know. Did he make any sides? 
Oh. God damn it, Kenny. <laughs> there are not wow. there are not enough buzzers. There are not enough buzzers. So yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Th- it's so dark right now that I mean Kenny, I can yeah, it's a story it's so from a hundred years ago. It's a story from a hundred years ago. Come on. Now, Pres- Presna said is that where they get ghoul ash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. It's not fair. It's not fair. Sorry, I I hit the wrong thing. You just burst out in laughter and then cut yourself off. I did. I put my hand I put my hand over I literally put my hand over my mouth. (laughs) Burst out in an an hysterical laugh and then you cut yourself off. Gulash. And the neighbors came over, and he was laughing. Well, he was so excited to see them because it was the first meal he ever cooked. I cooked it myself, Mom. <laughs> oh, oh, see, rain. Uh, this is a horrible story, and, and I, I am very concerned. Top of the world, Mom. <laughs> what happened? I'll tell you what. I'll t- tell you what. If you think it's so funny. I don't think it's funny. I think it's terrible. I think it's sad. Did they have a follow-up? Like, well, what Did they teach a child hold on. to hold think on. that no, he could I'll, cook I'll, his younger brother? Just hold on. To get, I, I need to. I need to get serious for a second here. Was there an oh, article? Well. Was there a follow-up article about what he did with the leftovers? Kenny, <laughs> goddamn it! <you, Kenny. laughs> <laughs> oh. It's terrible. This is a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing you've done. It's a You're horrible acting. thing, Kenny. I'm sorry. God I, I'm damn gonna, it. I get the buzzer ready because I'm going to say something now. Kenny, you're talking like an ash hole. Oh, <laughs> see, there you go. Oh, yeah. This is gotta, a terrible, terrible thing you've aren't done. You it's aren't terrible. You Just aren't you concerned? terrible. Yeah. Yeah. What? Ha- right. That's exactly what the mother said to him. <laughs> Trojan Rabbit says, It's shake and bake, and I helped. Never shake and bake a baby. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, I have no <laughs> Dude, I'm what happened when you brought the story up? Joe, Joe knew exactly what he was doing. And Michelle Michelle has prompted me to play this. Kenny Pick is a bad, bad, bad man. All right. So is Joe. Sorry, I'm crying. He's not, a, he's not denying it. Should, should I? I, I just a quick question right now before we wrap up the show. Should I play an encore of Love is the Fire by Bobber before we no. go? Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, they're awful people. Don't drag well, Bobber into this. Don't. Hello, Bob. All right, oh. so. <laughs> Trying to drag Israel to this Iran war. You right. just don't right. do that, Bobber. Uh, his song was about I'm, the fact that I'm gonna put this no. on. My tab. Yeah, maybe back wrist. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Real good, real good. Those are really right. tiny, yeah. tiny ribs. So you can only like cook them for two minutes. 
anybody concerned at what happened to this four-year-old psychopath? I'm, oh. I'm concerned. What happened to the boy and, and the child? What happened? I got burned to death. I mean, obviously, the child is dead and was, it says here, interment on Thursday at St. Patrick's Cemetery. Yeah, so he's which is right what down happened to the older sibling? Well, Did he go to jail? If he comes to visit my house, I'll take oh, you to St. Pat's Cemetery. God. We'll look up. We'll look his grave up and see what happened. Maybe his brother's buried there, too. Maybe they killed him after. I don't know. Actually, you know what? I think he's calling right now. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. <laughs> Never mind. All right. I am so sorry. I am what so happened so to the family? I am so sorry. We got to go. We got to go. Tim Carmel's starting right now. So... Ladies and germs, the latest episode of the Tim Carmel show is about to start and it doesn't have anything to do with this morbid shit. So, uh, we'll let you go. Anyway, this is number nine on my list. All right. That's good. That's good. Quality stuff. All right, everybody. Enjoy the Tim Carmel show. That's all we have for tonight. Uh, don't, don't set your siblings on fire. Don't eat them. That's it. Over and out. Also Rock that too. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this is a terrible, terrible thing you've done. Well, it's terrible. No. Just terrible.